When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Two. Welcome, welcome. It's the leftovers. That's right. We're back. Yeah, Hassan got some complaints <laughs> last week that he didn't drop a less right. Yeah, I heard that some people thought I was saying let's let's ride. Oh, what? No, I was saying that's right. Let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> I guess it, I guess I, I sounds I, I, like I a little bit, but that's right. good because today we're talking about Alex Jones. Oh yeah, my favorite. So there's some hot Alex Jones memes. It's nice to see him back. We are here from the three million dollar bunker, of course, with newly installed SAM systems, surface to air missiles. We have some kind of laser um, security systems. Like it automatically targets poor people that walk uh, in in between it. Like when they walk through, it's like, oh, it figures out what your what your income is and your network. Right. It, it analyzes like the thread count of your pants. Oh yeah, yeah. They get uh, immediately vaporized. Thank you today to our sponsors, Harry's Honey and Stamps dot com. We got a special episode today because next week is Thanksgiving. We will be off next week for the holidays, but we want to arm you guys to the teeth. Um, not just with surface-to-air missiles, but with uh, knowledge. With That's the an no- old meme. It's still it's it's what, old. What happened? I? What was he doing? He's knowledge. doing some NFT shit, right? He's got uh fucking of course. Ty Lopez is doing yeah. an NFT. He's got to be doing my garage. That. Yeah. So Ty Lopez, he fell off kind of hard. Oh yeah. I think he's he bought. This is so weird. Plus ratio. He bought plus ratio. He bought like one of these going bankrupt during the pandemic chains, like Marshalls or something. No, or what? It was one of these sell. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Google that, Dan. Yeah, like yeah. Pier, Pier One. Or Pier something. One. Yeah. He bought Pier One, and he's like, "Dude, I get to have stores. Imagine brick and mortar stores all over the country." He bought Pier One for like thirty million dollars, and that's the last I heard from him. I don't know why the fuck he did that. How can a guy who made like he, he made who made his like bread and butter on the internet turn around and be like brick and mortar is the future <laughs> what i think that was a horrible investment that he's probably regretting it's but. like purchasing buggies right before ford motors <laughs> like figures it out you know these buggies they're gonna be fire next year <laughs> killing I'm, it here the, uh this was just from gosh what is today yesterday yeah uh, i'm blessing 20 people with ten thousand in bitcoin in the next 24 hours 20 winners get 500 each his whole total of ten fucking thousand like dollars to enter. All you have to do is follow and retweet, like my comments, uh, f- um, you know, oh subscribe my to my get rich quick scheme. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on TikTok. I believe crypto crypto will give wealth to the people, not just make us rich guys richer. Yeah. Okay. First of all, is he even a rich guy still? It's always when been has a he ever been me. like a real rich guy? It, it's always been a mystery to me how much money this guy's worth or what. I'm, he has a pretty prolific like e e commerce business. I think he's, but it's all super shady, like schemey stuff. I mean, his entire. I remember like back when people were doing deep dives in the Ty Lopez. I remember looking into it a little bit, and it was all about like 
getting young people to be able to dupe like old people that have like small businesses like he would just teach you how to like scam old people yeah with, like restaurants which is a huge business yeah you know yeah oh yeah you were gonna do money. digital marketing for you know your mom and pop shop and you know you just don't really need to do anything <laughs> well he's one of these guys that gets rich teaching people how to get rich yeah which is I, a weird irony. Yeah, I've always said, like, look, are you are you going to teach me how you're scamming me right now? Is that, mm -hmm. like, are you, because otherwise, like, that's not how you made your money. You no. didn't make your money doing ads. You made your money by telling people, like, uh, you know, the entrepreneurs of the world how they're going to get rich. Yeah, the final step of his, of his uh, seminar should be, and starting your own get rich seminar. Yeah. The and only, the only person, um that is like that at least has like some legitimacy like that has done some work is uh i would say gary v and a lot of people are, oh, are ripping i'm anti-gary v no 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 i bro have yes. you seen his nfts we ripped into him so fucking yes, hard for I, dumb of NFTs. course i'm anti <laughs> of course i'm just saying he's better than tyler in a field yeah, yeah. but in a field I, of like scammers he's the one scammer that at least has like you know has some some uh, experience i'll agree with that outside you of know, just in the land of the scam. blind the one-eyed v is king oh yeah for sure yeah i'll agree with that he's managed to like market himself as, as someone who who is a serious person which yeah. surprised me but he, he's like yeah he, he's done the typical like angel investor scam scammer guy he's like a big vc angel investor type mm. Um, and I, I think all of that is a scam as well, but at least like that's different than scam investing, angel investing. Um, it's gambling, uh, for the most part, it's just like you go and you wait for a whale. Well, why is that a scam? It's not a scam. I'm just saying like presenting yourself as someone who is like a successful angel investor that knows what they're doing because they're looking at the fundamentals is oftentimes the scammier part of this because you're literally pumping 10 K to 50 K to 60 K to these startups nonstop, mm -hmm. you're funneling uh, cash for a decent chunk of equity mm. uh, in a lot of these companies with the hope that one becomes a whale. Yeah. And when you hit one whale, it doesn't matter. And well, if you have capital, you can do that permanently. You're saying these guys have this mystique, like there's these incredible businessmen, but it's not that. They're just yeah. have money and it's easy to put money. It, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you there. I don't think it's anything slick to be a quote angel investor. By the way, we found this last time yeah. we were talking about Gary. You saw this? You know about this? I, I, I do know about this. Are well, you serious? I, well, we thing, thought this was such an underground find. Okay, well, how did I, you know about this? I think I know about this because of the show. Okay, I good, saw, good. Because, and also because I track closely, uh, you know, I, <laughs> people that kiss their fathers on the lips. <laughs> you think I'm joking? I'm not joking. Uh, Bill Belichick kisses his adult uh, daughter on the lips. Tom Brady Tom kisses Brady, his that, father and his sons on the lips. That one I like. The Tom I'm, a, Brady. I'm a firm believer that white people get a lot of power from kissing their parents on the lips. That's just the Tom like, Brady one was pretty interesting to me. Like that, that one was a little disturbing. And I love, uh, you know, I love my ch my son. Um, but like, and and I'm I don't not, get it. And by the way, like pecking your parents on the, I'm not one for it personally. But like, I don't have a problem with pecking your parents on the lips. Tom Brady is like he made out with his son. Yeah, he's like, get back here. Yeah, some tongue. What he's like, yo, yo, on? where you going? I didn't. Oh, stop. That's just get that off the screen. Yeah, I just like, that's not even. That's like that's not even. I'm serious. Take that off. I'm just saying that but, kid gonna be an incredible quarterback one day. Like it's just like that's where he's getting his power from.
It's the secret that they don't want you to know. Yeah. Put some tongue in there. Here's Gary Vee anyway. Also powerful. I mean, he. this is how he made... Let's watch the clip. You this know? is how he made his father's $3 million wine company into a $60 million wine company. Okay? Yeah. By Here. kissing, by, by tongue kissing him. Wait, he made out with his dad after someone said, yeah, should I focus you on YouTube or Facebook? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And that's, uh, yeah. All right, I, uh, listen. Let's go, Andy. Okay, let's go. It's so much lip, and even a little. Wait, what the fuck? Why, wait, wait, wait. What, what, what prompted that? Uh, pure love for 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 your father. What? The the come here, daddy. All right, let's go, Andy. Okay, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. And it's like kind of open mouth. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's nowhere near on the Tom Brady scale. That's like a. That's well, a weak pull up one. the Tom Brady one since we're doing Tom, it. Tom Tom Brady would be like it. Tom Brady would be like, let's do that again. Let's run that back. But the Tom Brady one was was. I didn't. I didn't feel anything in that one. <laughs> the thing about Tom Brady's too is that like not only did he say, "Yo, son, get in, in here and give me a kiss the- on the lips before you do that," it was on camera. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's just like a full tongue and everything off camera. I, just, I don't want to know. That was like a peck. The second kiss shared by father and son prompted tweets from viewers <laughs> using words like very disturbing and uncomfortably Honestly, long. yeah, yeah. He says that was just a peck. Come back here and give me a deeper kiss. Give me a good one. Massaged. Give me a good one. Yeah. It's a lot. It's just like that's why you don't you don't have what it takes to, to be a varsity athlete. Okay. I'll just say it. I'm going to have kids. I'm going to kiss them all the time. Come here. <laughs> the thought of that. And again, my son is, you know, two and a half, and I'm just not in the business of kissing him on the mouth. You better and start. And I'm very affectionate. If you, want, if you want him, if you want him to start, you know, playing basketball or football or anything, you better Maybe start be kissing him. Maybe be a comedian. <laughs> I, I don't like yeah, You will idea. become a comedian if you kiss him in the mouth a lot when he's a yeah. child. <laughs> yeah. Fuck him up good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> By the way, did I thank our sponsors? You did. I think. Yes, you did. Okay, thank you to them. So today, we, as we were saying, before we went down the dads making out with their sons rabbit hole, that next week is Thanksgiving. And we're thinking here in The Leftovers, it's all about, you know, uh, war. It's all out war here. Yeah. And what what other front is there in this war than dinner at Thanksgiving? Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> You always have the weirdest fucking fringe people from your family coming out, living li- living in the weird like desert towns of Middle California you never heard of, where like people just tweak all day and you don't know what they do out there. And somehow, I know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, well, this year is going to be a little different, probably, because like half of them are dead. <laughs> you know True. what I'm saying? That's interesting. Like, <laughs> you know, the, the, the dinner table is going to be a lot lighter. That's interesting. A lot, of, a lot of uncles passed away this past year. Might be some leftover turkey this year. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, the ones that did make it, the ones that are the true believers that, you know, somehow made it through the COVID thing, uh, you know, get ready. And we're, we're going to give you the tools. We're going to give you the ammunition. Yeah, so our... Able to fight back. Today, we're going to be basically doing... All of the main things you're going to hear from your conservative uh, brainwashed family members and the tools you need to disarm them. That's coming up a little bit later, but this is huge, guys. You're not going to miss this one. Yeah. In the meantime, let's enjoy some... I, uh, I asked my community 
one thing I'll say is I asked my community about this, like, what should, like, uh, what are we missing here? You know, question wise. Mm. And like, <clears throat> I should have never asked them. They're like, uh, the, the conflict in Ethiopia. I'm like, no, 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 like random Republican uncle is going to be like, what's going on in Ethiopia? <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, is there's a conflict in Ethiopia? Yes, there's a oh, no. conflict going on in Ethiopia. My family won't be discussing that, I think. <laughs> yeah. With peace and love, of course, you know. Uh, but here, I'll give you a preview. We've got critical race theory. You know, white people are the most discriminated against it today in society. Also, a bonus, Karen is racist against white women. You'd be surprised how often I hear that. Really? Yes. Ooh. And I've even been hearing Tucker doing that, like, ooh, what, she's a Karen. Like, they're writing it off like it's some kind yeah. of a, you know, white woman hate. There are only two genders. COVID is just the flu. There's a lot about COVID, obviously, you know. I'm, it's so hard for me not to immediately get unlocked and to, like, don't, like, don't do it now. Trump won the election. You know, why are they always canceling things like Mr. Potato Head, Aunt Jemima? I mean, in short, cancel culture is ruining society. Uh, forced diversity, affirmative action. Young people don't know how to work hard anymore. That's a good one, you know. Uh huh. Global warming is a hoax. And uh, Joe Biden botched Afghanistan. So these are just a good baseline to be prepared, you know. And the, the goal is to make your relative cry. Yes. You, your goal is to make them feel that the only solution is uh, a civil war and uh, secession from the, the United States as we know it. Two-nation solution. Yeah. Um, look, debates are, in my opinion... Uh, something that is mostly for entertainment. It gives you the talking points uh, for your side again, and it helps you recognize the other side's talking points. I'm not a firm believer that uh, you know this is the aristocratic uh, or the Socratic method or whatever aristocratic, um, the Socratic method where you are you know <clears throat> arriving at the truth by mm. debating someone. No, it's just like a guy who's very good rhetorically, uh, rhetorically gifted person blurting out talking points and trying to rationalize uh, logical fallacies as quickly as possible right? against another guy who's doing the same. Yeah, and by the way, rarely in a, any debate do the people actually know what the fuck they're talking about. Uh, yeah. They, it's, it's usually... Yeah, Ben Shapiro is not like this this brilliant scientist that has a full-blown understanding of uh, climate Historian, change. Historian, uh, climatology, yeah. exactly. No, they they literally don't know what they're... They, it's just an appeal to emotions. He knows what plays great on the emotion and sounds good. Yeah. That's and, when you win. And also, like, there are numerous different methods of making yourself come across, like, the, the winner to the onlookers. <clears throat> Ultimately, um, you know, there's 40% of uh, one side that's going to remain there, 40% of the other side that's going to remain there, and you're basically fighting for the 20% in the middle, and they can potentially sway depending on how rhetorically okay. uh, superior one so side looks you're over feeling the other. Pre you're pretty optimistic. You think that we can be changing minds at the Thanksgiving There's always table. people. Okay. There's, well, not at the Thanksgiving table. I'm just saying, in general, if you're like doing a public debate and it's on YouTube you or whatever. Do you think there's 20% people you could persuade? I feel like it's like five. In the margins, there's always people that are just like onlookers that mm. don't really have like a super strong, well-established position. Mm. Still, the overwhelming majority of either side is going to stay, you know. Yeah. Unless there's like a thorough, uh, just uh, deconstruction and and full blown humiliation of the other side. I don't if you think just like so. rip them, yeah, um, I don't think so. 
Yeah, I mean, ultimately it's entertainment though, and it can be very entertaining, but um you're like if your goal is to like change the minds of your relatives, especially ones that watch like you know, hours and hours and hours of Fox News, like that's not going to happen. Well, anyway, you should know. Just be ready, okay? It's happening. Wars coming this Thanksgiving, and we must be ready to fight. I'm seeing the headlines already. Ethan Klein and his son, yeah. Biker, want to destroy the nuclear family. They yes. hate families, and that's why they're telling you to it's, fight back. It's the new civil war. I'm just following what Tim Pool told me to do. Families against families, brothers against brothers, you know? Yeah, that's Co- right. COVID nation versus no COVID nation. I'll tell you which army is going to last longer in the trenches, the one that's vaccinated. Yeah. If it's a war of attrition. Yeah, well, you know, that's uh, we're we're sterile now, though. We don't have, uh, we can't have babies. Our immune systems are dead. Yeah. We got too much. Okay, let's get on with it. Okay. Fuck Joe Biden is destroying my own TV. We got some memes at the top of the show. You know about it. Hell yeah. So you guys know about this fuck Joe Biden thing. I don't know if we've talked. Have we talked about it? I don't know if I've ever explained this weird phenomenon. So. We briefly brought it up when it was first popping off, and then it turned into Let's Go Brandon. And remember, Donald Trump Jr. tried to right. take credit for it and be like, I made this. I made oh. this. Believe me. He's like, no, you didn't. No, you Okay, didn't. yeah. So I guess the backstory with Let's Go Brandon is that some reporter, people were ch- chanting, fuck Joe Biden in the stands, and a reporter misheard them and said, they're saying, let's go Brandon. Yeah. And so now they they thought that was hilarious. So now they all say, let's go, Brandon, which is code word for the very naughty, naughty, uh, yeah. uh, fuck Joe Biden. Yeah. And I feel terrible for Brandon Brown. You know, it was like a beautiful moment for him in Talladega. He wins. He's like elated. He's excited. And now the only thing that people remember is like nobody was saying, let's go, Brandon, you know, and that's like the big conservative thing. I feel bad. Uh, but yeah, no, this was like a big conspiracy that like the media is just hiding the truth about how oh, angry people awesome. are at Talladega. Do you hear that? They're saying, let's go, Brandon. Uh, they're not saying that. They're saying, fuck Joe Biden. I've, I've, we could one day look at, I've done this already on my stream, but uh, there are many rap songs that have come out. Oh, there's, there's MAGA rap with the. Dude, of course, dude. This entire thing is like, there's a grift economy. No, uh, I've seen that one MAGA rap, rapper, but are they, are they going with the Let's Go Brandon? There are like three or four songs that is just Let's Go Brandon, it's t- that are titled Let's Go Brandon. Kind of curious. They were popping off on the iTunes charts, too. Am I going to get... Are you, fuck. Yeah, like number one and number two. There's on something iTunes. beautiful about like conservatives hijacking hip-hop to turn it into some pseudo-white nationalist movement. Yeah, about the, the dudes are black, though, the, or except, oh, for, okay, except for Forgiato Blow, Josh, shut up. who is uh, ethnically ambiguous. I don't know what the fuck. I mean, he, he's more of a creature anyway, <laughs> but uh, the other two dudes are the, the two uh, black rappers. There's like the black MAGA rapper, and then mm. there's another guy who's like trying to pop off. with. The well, anyway, guy. this guy's so pissed off, he... Uh, oh, no. He's What's he gonna do? Him. No! I'm so owned. Dude, he fucking owned me. Don't don't show it again. Don't do it. Oh no! He's owning the libs by smashing his own TV. And this is basically a good comparison to not getting vaccinated to own the libs. You're basically just put a year and the people around you's life. Dude, at he, risk. dude, he 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 owned me so hard. I don't know how you're able dude. to sit there. It, it hurts. And Joe Biden will never recover either. Yeah. I mean, Joe Biden's approval ratings are fucking pretty terrible right now. So, <laughs> but. Yeah. 
you know. But I mean, if people are smashing their TVs, that's good for the economy. They're gonna have to buy new ones. Well, you know, there's a you know there's a supply chain problem right now. There's inflation. I mean, my, the, my man is cooking himself a little bit. You know, Cozy the economy. <clears throat> Yeah, I just love that. I mean, these people are dumb as it gets. Destroying their own property. Yeah. To show how fucking badass I mean, they, they did are. with the Nikes. Remember the Colin Kaepernick thing? Like, yeah. So awesome. There's a long history. They broke down their Keurigs uh, when Keurig pulled their sponsor from Sean Hannity, I think. Uh, they've they've done this forever. This is like I, a classic thing. I remember the, the Colin Kaepernick. They were literally burning their own fucking J's. Yeah. All their Nike shit. It's like, cool. You already bought it, bro. Well, they. You already bought it. You, you're not supporting. You already paid yeah. for it. The other thing is, uh, they. I mean, they do the let's go Brandon thing in a different way forever. You know what I mean? Like when Donald Trump first became president and like owning the libs was super hot, hotter than it ever has been. I was feeling so owned all the time. I'm mm. not even a liberal, but goddamn, I was owned. Um, and. What they would do is they would go to Starbucks and be like, <laughs> I'm going to get a cup and I'm going to name myself MAGA. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. It, it, they do that. This is like they're fun. It's just little baby brained idiots. It's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Well, this guy, Milo uh, Yiannopoulos, he was really kind of a prominent right wing figure for a while. Yeah. You know, he was making the rounds. He was on Breitbart. Everyone he went thought, full libertarian. That's what happened. Well, people thought he was real interesting. Rubin Report had like a huge thing on him. He was a total piece of shit. I mean, a total psychotic freak show. And yeah. it, it culminated when he went on Joe Rogan's podcast and uh, told some story about how he uh, like was attracted to children. Yeah, he, he talked about like he, he basically like I said he went full libertarian. Never go full libertarian. You you can't do that. Once you start talking about the arbitrary uh, nature of age of consent laws, it's like is that a libertarian talking point? <sighs> Rothbard famously discussed the you know child marketplace, the marketplace of children. No way. I mean the For when like you labor? when you go full when you go full ANCAP when you go full right libertarian. You're inevitably going to arrive at the conclusion that like your child is your property and you could technically sell your child, which is what Rothbard argued, which would make it Who is better. That? A famous libertarian thinker. So his his theory was if we take this all the way to one of many, take this all the way to the logical conclusion, there is a workplace uh, commerce place for children in terms of like labor, sexual objects. Are we talking sex slavery? He argued that parents have the right to put a child out for adoption or sell the rights to the child in a voluntary contract in what Rothbard suggests will be a flourishing free market in children. Holy fuck. Bro. In order to improve child a welfare. Flourishing free market for the child exchange. Yeah. He said that the free market of children would create uh, a better child welfare because the parents that really want to have a child will buy it. The child. Has this guy ever been psychoanalyzed? That's one of the weirdest, sickest takes I've ever Listen, heard. The free market of children. Well, Milo was definitely interested in the free market of children, if you know what I mean. Yeah, he went real He went real French philosopher with it. He went real right libertarian with it. And of course, Americans were like, even American like funders. And a lot of these guys have like one billionaire that loves them. And I think in Milo's case, it was Mercer. Hmm. Uh, they were like, okay, that's too much. That's a bridge too far for Actually, me. Actually, can you pull that clip up? Because it was so, it was just an iconic moment. And I, it's just, 
because being on Joe Rogan's show is a big deal, right? So the this is one of the best conservative fall from graces I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, what you see here, he's obviously openly gay. He talks about he not has, anymore. That I was getting. Yeah, he's oh. he's converted. He's joined what's called the church. It's so militant dot shop. So this is the Christians, the Christian army, which is, well, I'm looking at that lady done very well. I'm looking at that lady. She's giving me real fucking Che Guevara vibes. Like she's the, she's yeah, the Catholic she's Che Guevara. Yeah. But I love the idea of the, the church, uh, religious militaries are a good idea. Yeah, totally. They've I mean, done well. yeah, she's, she looks like a revolutionary, <laughs> you know? Well, he has renounced homosexuality. He's successfully converted despite still being the gayest looking and sounding man on the planet <laughs> yeah i don't i don't believe that he he converted that successfully. <laughs> i mean dude i'm sorry but you cannot rock that haircut on the christ military dot shop and, and and say that you're still straight yeah he he's a he's a horrible monster in every way i mean he he made a living like literally going to college campuses and like outing trans people in front of like the young uh college republicans that like invited them there he was a big troll and uh, he was also like the main guy that uh, utilized the whole like, ha ha, we're just joking. Why are you upset? Except it's not jokes. Like it's actually very serious. Like he would try to insert Nazi rhetoric into Breitbart articles, mm. you know, Breitbart, which had famously a black crime section titled black crime oh, that's until, interesting. until 2017. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome when ben shapiro used to work there uh by the way so you know all these guys are fucking demons but well he, so he, he uh, was like trying to red pill people exactly openly which is weird it's he's obviously has a fair bit of self-loathing because he aligns himself people with actually just hate gay people like he's continually just surrounding himself with people that hate who he is very interesting here he is selling Virgin Mary statues. So this is how far it goes. So it's eleven it's so and sad. three quarter inches tall. I think it's if you're thinking No, no, no. About I'm saying like his fall from grace's habit. It's awesome. To your uh, shrine or maybe even a bedside table. I know sometimes people like to wake up and say good morning to their favorite, yes. uh, you know, people and saints and whatnot. This is um, just it's available in bronze and pewter. It's and they're both so satisfying. We don't, we're not yet set up for two easy payments, despite our... No, uh, yeah, we're not quite there. <laughs> but we're, we're hoping to offer that one day, or two easy payments. This but, is the best fucking thing. This is like the best poetic justice that's ever happened. Uh, we're not set up for two payments yet, are we? <laughs> well, we're, we're working on that. All things are possible with God, am I right? It's great. Churchmilitant.shop. I, I she's, just, she's like, just under 12 inches tall. She's available in those... I know what he was thinking there. <laughs> <laughs> just under 12 inches back in the day no he's converted back when he, i was a gay, gay man conversion he's he's converted he's a straight man now this this virgin mary is the perfect size two yeah. different um <laughs> they call them accent finishes we've got right. statues in, in the shop here that are um fully painted right and we'll see some Color. of those later yes but the thing i like about this is this this wonderful burnished bronzy aged best uh, color that she's got and that wonderful the face on this is this is like from a sitcom where it's the so villain peaceful. just i hope, you know, you, rock I hope you know what i mean when i say there are good marys and bad marys of this course a, i mean yeah doing qvc for like racist uh, but, but there, catholics there some, is just like the saddest the thing you can do they haven't put the work in to make sure that she's got right. just the so right passionate so loving about it on the other hand as you can see um you know the thing is my louinopolis 
could have been a, a very entertaining character if he wasn't also just like a straight up psychopath. He could have just been like a regular Republican who's gay and flamboyant and, you know, dressed uh, in an interesting way and kept triggering the libs because he had the capacity to do so. Well, but then he flew too close to the sun. Yeah, I mean. And he just like literally organized alongside Nazis and stuff. And when you do that, you're going to get got eventually, okay? And you're going to get deplatformed very successfully. And when that happens, you're done. When you're shut off from your main I think, funders. You know what's interesting? This is proof that deplatforming works. He was banned on oh, every 100%. platform, and now this motherfucker's selling Virgin Marys. Yeah. Uh, Christian, what the fuck do they sell at church military? So, church militant, and I'm looking into it right now. It's actually like an ultra-conservative uh, uh, Orthodox Catholic group that, like... They're Catholic, but they really hate this Pope, and they hate any oh, like, yeah. vaguely oh, liberal. Oh, this Pope is a, is commie scum. No, this Pope is yeah, he's right. a, he's a gay commie. What the fuck is a Catholic me too? Other than people who are raped by priests, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I don't know, <laughs> but the church store is selling. If you scroll down, they're selling what is known as a chapel veil. Let me go to the shop. And I have no idea what that is, but I'm into it. Wait, a chapel veil? Hey, that looks like me, bro. <laughs> like, that's a good that's a good oh. catholic man <laughs> oh well that's baby jesus i'm assuming because yeah. he's got the extra little swag in his in his halo you know more about <laughs> this than i do i don't know i don't know anything about christianity what do i know um but yeah they're selling chapel veils too which i guess Where's you the wear chapel veil? i want to see i don't that. know it's on the main page if you scroll oh, down page? on the main page christian militant mm. um the crusade is back guys Pope is praising journalism. Yo, these guys got sweat. Look at that swag, bro. Yeah, they look like Dark Souls bosses, dude. I mean, straight up. Yeah, they do. For sure. I mean, there's there's literally a Dark Souls boss that's like that. And that's a fat scythe. Like, that's a good, probably a good yeah, weapon to use. the Deacon of the Deep. That's literally, yeah, that's literally. You think that, that's probably a dex weapon, not a strength. No, 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 no. That's plus 10 mage. Like, oh, it's a mage Magic weapon. damage. Faith. It's a faith, faith build. Sorry, faith. He's a faith build. <laughs> It's true. Um, where's the fucking... I want to see the damn... I mean, I'm on the churchmilton.shop. Oh, no. I'm on the churchmilton.shop website, and okay. I'm seeing, like, if you scroll down... Yeah. What is the, the... But it's a different page than what you're looking at for some weird reason. Yo, come know. on, Church Milton shop. Oh, yeah. Here, here. Just keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. They got FBI. I don't know what that is. FBI. DVDs what? FBI, and then right under it, you have Chapel Veils. Okay, Chapel Veils. Let's what the fuck? Look. I mean, it's kind of hot. Yeah, good for role playing. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm into it. Is that a marriage thing, or just like when you go to church, you got to be modest thing? No, I'm fucking. Not. They've got it in Merlot. That's kind of a sexy name. I don't know yeah. if you want to invoke. Yeah, imagine putting lingerie on your head, ladies. What's up? What's going on? You know, you're like, oh, I'm going to be super Catholic, so I'm going to wear lingerie on my head when I go to church. What are you going to fucking actually, turn on God? What is this? <laughs> well, you know, God sees everything. That, That's that, true. That veil ain't hiding shit. Um, I'm kind of curious. Breeding poor leader. Uh, yeah, it's all about just shit talking the church, actually. Yeah, I feel like these guys are the church's number one haters. Instead of you know, seems not very Catholic. Okay, here's an interesting one. The bishop is silent on the homosexual crisis. Fellas, is it gay to hold your friend's face? This is a crisis. That's what they're saying. We need to stop this here. Are, are they actually gay or are they just... Oh, well, they have a video. This is awesome. As the successors of the apostles in you the know U.S. What, dude? gathered That's today... That's high budget. 
this is a high budget uh, set. How's the sick? Look at that. How? That's fucking sick. But and look, look who's there. there. It's Milo. But like, how? How Wait. are they? How are they keeping this alive, dude? Those Virgin Marys. I just don't understand how like something dude. like this, which is because there's so many competitors, like. I get why, you There's know. There's a those, lot of money, man. Those, like, psycho evangelical pastors, like, I get why they make money, because, like, they're kind of charismatic, they're telegenic, like, they say insane shit that you want to hear. Well, like, you know, those guys who will make crazy money, they're basically just get rich, quick, Christ memes, because they go, pay us, and you make more money. Yeah, 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 you know, they do the prosperity gospel, yeah. a lot of them. So I kind of get where they're coming they're from. They're like NFTs, kind of like Jesus NFTs. Yeah. Oh, Yo, but Milo's in this... Doing a, a gay man, okay, doing a show about Bishop silent on homosexual crisis. This is a gay man speaking on the homosexual crisis. Yeah. Successors he, of the apostles in the U.S. gather today here in Baltimore. One pink elephant is following them up into the conference room. Church Milton's Paul Morano exposes the central problem of the sex abuse Dude, scandal you're sitting the bishops next to continue a gay man to ignore. Fucking and they seem dressed to, like he's going to the club after this. To purposely avoid. Almost 20 years after the Boston Globe shined its spotlight on clergy sexual abuse, bishops are still dogging the key issue of homosexuality in the priesthood. I want to be as compassionate and merciful Wait, as possible. Wait, is the problem not pedophilia? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I thought the problem was, like, pedophilia, not homosexuality. Well, in the eyes of, in the eyes of like, super Christian people, they see it as, like, one and the same. Ironic that Milo Yiannopoulos is right there, too. He's the guy that went, pedophile. wait, wait, didn't he, get, like, didn't he get abused by his priest or something? That's what yes. He, yeah. Wait, hold on, hold on. Play this clip from Joe Rogan where he says he's attracted to children. And and he's which child? I can't. I told you it wasn't the pedophilia. I was well, after I lost my virginity. I was How in my teens. You? I was in my teens. 14. I was in my teens. Something, like, something like that. That's what you I said. Was 14 my, is pedophilia, buddy. Teens. I don't know how they rock it in merry in, old England. I was in my teens. Over I mean, here in my country and fucking where never, you are right you've now. You've never America. seen a 15 year old girl at any point in your life, however old you were, you've never seen a 15 year old girl you thought was hot. Yeah, when I was 15. No, when you were 25. When you were 25. I'm not retarded, dude. When you were 25, when you were 30, no. you would have seen girls about 15. You thought, well, hot. No, of I thought they were little did. kids. No, you didn't. I thought, damn, she's going to be hot, but I didn't want to fuck her. Bullshit. You can't tell me what I was born into. I think if you're 14 born like this, you're born this way. He's literally like, <laughs> what are you saying right now? Do you know that like people are going to hear this and they're going to see this? One of the rare, one of the moments where I do appreciate Joe Rogan. He absolutely bodied him. Yeah. You know? He's just like, no, because I'm not a freak. <laughs> yeah. He goes on to say that, you know, he was a teenager. His priest had sex with them and he liked it. You know, he cherishes yeah. it. Pretty interesting. Obviously, he was the victim in that situation. So yeah. I'm not going to criticize him for that fucking him up. But now he's on a fucking the church military talking about homosexuality is the problem and not pedophilia. Incredible. Everybody. The 2002 Dallas Charter and the 2004 John Jay Report, commissioned by the bishops, focused only on the abuse of minors. Yes. With the help of the Luciferian media. Yes. The That's the fucking problem. Is that? It's I, the can't, I can't believe they've all they would only focus on pedophilia uh the, what <laughs> they would only focus on the smaller issue of the two yeah minors well, it's not a big deal it's just it's like a bonus prize that you get when you're a priest i don't understand <laughs> sex is with kids is one thing but homosexuality yeah, consenting adults having sex with one another oh that that's where i draw the line holy shit Absolutely this is not. madness 
framed yeah. as pedophilia. Thousands of priests were abusing children. Priests abusing children. More than 10,000 children were reportedly sexually abused by Catholic priests. The report found almost 80% of minors victimized between 1950 and 2002 were post-pubescence, and of those, 85% were male. In the 1980s, most that of the That guy's victim- a fucking rapist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, allegedly. I don't know, bro. I get bad vibes in Minecraft. He does. He does have those fucking cult leader glasses. No, 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 dude. No, he's got them Waco fours, dude. Look at those. Uh, th- th- that's good eyewear. I have some of those too. You like, like those? I love those. I mean, yeah. I wear them when I want to look like a fucking pastor. Like, uh, when is that, bro? All the time. I love larping, dude. I, I, I'm, I'm a conservative, brother. I'm a real, I'm a real red blooded American. You know, you might as well dress up as Jimmy Savelle while you're at it. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Um, of all the places and all the things in the world that we criticize. He does look sus. The one thing, me as a parent, I would never fucking leave my kid with the Catholic Church under any circumstance, bro. I'm telling you, do not put your kids in the church for any reason. You can go to church with them. Go to Sunday. Don't leave them there by themselves. Never, never. No never. shot. Please, God, never, never. Holy shit! This I mean, man, look, that's that's the priest, dude. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This man's gonna be holding your child's you, hand. You you leave your you leave your young boy at the church. What do you what do you do? This guy shows up. <laughs> this guy's a PhD, apparently. Of uh, he's looking like a Boyle brother from Always Sunny. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just not good. Fucked vibes. Okay, I'm sorry. No disrespect. Maybe he's like a really nice dude, but he's just—he's looking—he's looking a type, a certain type of way. People are gonna get so mad at us. For Let's this. throw to a break. We got uh, thank our sponsors, and we will come right back with more leftovers. Listen up, you hairy mother effers! Have you looked in the mirror recently? Like really look? The beard you grew out over the last year—that COVID beard. Come on, let's time. Let's clean it up a little bit, Hassan. They wrote, you your your name. they wrote I'm, your name. They wrote your name. I'm cleaning it. I'm, yeah, you look cleaned up. You look thank good. you. Yep. Uh, you know what? For a minute, it's it's hot outside. That's a good thing. Let's tame that bad boy. It's not hot outside. It's literally winter. I mean, it's winter, but it is. it was like 90 degrees over the weekend. Yeah, in L.A., but like everywhere else in the world. Harry's is changing the ad copy, adjusting it to climate change. <laughs> well, yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. 90 oh. minutes. Uh, it's 90 degrees outside in the middle of November. <laughs> Get a shave-in with Harry's. Here's the deal with Harry's, okay? If you don't know Harry's, it's time you do. Harry's was created to be different from other shaving companies. Harry's crafts high-quality, long-lasting blades and durable weighted handles that make a close, comfortable shave quick. And dare we even say enjoyable? Can you dare to say it? I wouldn't. Yeah. Can he they, say they that? They dare, though. They dare you to. They're bold. Yeah. And because Harry's insists that you shouldn't have to choose between a great shave and a fair price, they just give you both. Wow. I, I, Because I do hate... Uh, choosing between a great shave and a fair price. I'm always like, great man, shave, how do I get great both? price? Harry's. <laughs> Refill blades start as low as two bucks. Easy decision and even easier. New Harry's customers get their starter set, which includes a five blade razor, weighted handles, foaming gel, aloe, and a travel cover. It's $13 of value just for $3. That's value. Yeah. And like we've talked Basically about before, you can fight off uh, home invaders with your, with your heavy handle Harry's yeah, blade. Yeah. 
it doubles as a uh, melee weapon. Yeah, that's right. Uh, plus, Harry offers a whole range of amazing face and body care products for men, all delivered right to your door. I love Harry's. I use it on myself. I use it on the back of my neck. I use it on my neckline, sometimes on my face when I'm feeling weird and wild, and I want to look like a pudgy-ass Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> Don't look good without facial hair. But when I do, I use Harry's. It's a great razor like no other. Doesn't leave the burn. It's weighty. And when I look, see myself without hair, I want to clunk myself out anyway. So Yeah, you use the, use the heavy handle. I melee weapon myself. <laughs> There's never been a better time to try Harry's. Go to harrys.com slash leftovers to get their starter set for just three bucks. It's a 100% satisfaction guaranteed, so you got nothing left to lose. Go to harrys.com slash leftovers right now to get their special offer. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com slash leftovers. Thank you. Listen, we all shop online. We've all seen that code taunting us at checkout. That's where Honey comes in. It's the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. I like the analogy. My dad was a serial coupon cutter to my great embarrassment as a child. And like, this is going to be sparing kids like me of having those super cheap dads. I don't, I I love, I love a deal. I love a good deal. No, no. My dad would show up to the grocery store, like up with a deck of Pokemon cards and he'd be like doing like, I got like four of a kind, bro. He'd be like, I respect that. It's embarrassing as a kid. It's embarrassing. Oh, no way. No way. That's awesome. Well, you know what? It takes it out. I don't got to be embarrassed by my dad. You don't know what it's like. You don't know what it's like. I don't know what it's like for sure. But like, I, I would do that. Do you? No. Well, then you wouldn't. No. Well, I mean, I don't even know where you could get a coupon. Yeah. Well, I, I, other than the honey. Well, my dad did. Well, you don't got to worry about coupons because honey does everything automatically that's exactly, for you. Right. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online, ranging from tech, gaming, products, fashion brands, and even food delivery. Imagine you're shopping at one of your favorite sites. When you go to the checkout, the honey button drops down. All you have to do is click apply coupon. Wait a few seconds as honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And Bob is your uncle. If Honey finds a coupon code, it'll price it'll drop the price magically. I do love that. Even if it's like a dollar off, I'm like, yes, I want yes. something here. Especially because like when I see the code when I see the code uh up there and I don't have a code, I'm like, I feel like I'm missing out. Yeah. Like, what do they know that I don't know? Well what's going on here? You know I, I want a I, deal. I, I've spent some time in my day at the checkout being like, okay, new egg or whatever, Amazon, you know coupon code and you're like try try nothing works and new egg does that all for you and you don't got to worry about it it saves me money all the time here this is was this one from Ela. yeah this was like three days ago she sent this to me yep five that bucks on a 40 dollar purchase lance there you go five bucks there you fucking have it the proof is in the pudding um and i'll tell you what it, dude honey has found its 17 million members over two billion dollars in savings Jeff Bezos be like, what have you done for me lately? Yeah. Not saving me $2 I just billion. found $2 billion under my cushion. Not impressed. If you don't already have honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free. It stalls in a few seconds, and by getting it, you're going to be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. I'd never recommend something I don't use. Get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash leftovers. That's joinhoney.com slash leftovers. Thank you. Thank you. All right, we're coming up on thanks to stamps.com. Hassan, I know you're a simp for uh, the post office. I do love me the post office for sure. You're going to love stamps.com. Oh, yeah. Because it brings you the power of the post office right to your friggin' home. No way. 
yes, you're skipping lines, you're dodging traffic. I do hate lines. I do hate lines. I and love you're saving office, money. I don't like the lines. Stamps.com, baby. Let you compare rates, print labels, and access exclusive discounts on UPS and USPS services all year long. It just makes sense, especially if your business sends more mail and packages during the holiday. You know, um, Dan's girlfriend uses Stamps.com. She loves it, doesn't she? She does. She was uh, printing out tons of postage yesterday because the holiday shopping season has started. And Shout out. she's getting lots of orders rolling in, and she was packing them up and boom 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 with their little stamps.com printer print them out gets picked up you weigh them post office easy peasy when dan talks talks, i trust him more because he's like in the mainframe yeah no i know he's in the matrix he has access to all data points exactly yeah so if you're selling online or you're running an office or a side hustle stamps.com to save you so much time money and stress during the holidays Access at all post office and UPS shipping services is all you need. Well, no. Hold on. Let me go back. Access all the post office and UPS shipping services you need without taking the trip. And get discounts you couldn't find anywhere else, like 40% off UPS and 76% off UPS. Going to the post office instead of using stamps.com is kind of like taking the stairs instead of the elevator. Love that. Love the elevators. Hate the stairs. Yeah. That's universal. Yeah. Just Unless going up- it's an escalator that's not working, in which case, let me use it. You know? I'll, I'll still use it. Why are you stopping me from using the escalator that's not working? Right. Just stairs now. Right. That's true. Just going up a couple floors. Sure, take the stairs. Walking up. At thir- we don't need the extended analogy, stamps.com. <laughs> we, we get it. We don't need more stairs analogies. You well, know. you know, save time and money. Exactly. That's what it's all about. You're going to save so much time and money. Something about stairs uh, and escalators. You'll you're wonder saying, why you're, saving, you start you're, you're saving time and money by skipping that analogy. Just like you save time and money this holiday season with stamps.com. Exactly. Boom. Exactly. Sign up with the promo code leftover for a special offer that includes a four week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page and enter leftover thank you so much Two. all right let's keep it moving because we got to get to our main segment today so let me just hit these headlines let's do it having too much fun here today uh guys chewing on shaman goes to jail for 3.5 years smell you later actually this is breaking news i don't know if you saw his lawyer made a statement that was no. pretty epic yeah this is great after spending this much time talking to david Sansley and learning about him what do you think is appropriate accountability what do I think about it is what? It, what, is, what is an appropriate accountability for former President Trump? Um, oh, well, if you're asking my opinion. By the way, bad sign when your judge, when your lawyer is like, "Oh, you want my opinion?" Yeah. <laughs> At the press conference. <laughs> okay, here you go. Uh, you know, my opinion is meaningless. I will say that I would probably be far more effective over a beer with President, former President Trump, even if he didn't have a beer, because I understand he doesn't drink beer. But I'd have a beer, and I'd tell him, you know what? You got a few fucking things to do, including clearing this fucking mess up and taking care of a lot of the jackasses that you fucked up because of January 6th. Now, in the meantime, I might talk to him about some other things that I'd agree with him on. But my opinion doesn't mean shit. You gotta love this character, That's huh? my lawyer, dog. I'm going to jail for three and a half years. <laughs> That's awesome, Bro, man. Look at my lawyer, dog. I got a few fucking words for that fucking guy. 
Yeah. No, but even then, he's like still sucking off to Trump. He's like, oh, we'd agree on a lot of things, though. You know, it's like, yeah, we get it, bro. You're a conservative uh, trial lawyer. Like, that's clear. Love it. Classy all the way. Jordan Peterson, uh, where would we be without men? Jordan Peterson. This, I thought, was a Photoshop. No. Um, I, No, I saw this, and I said, this isn't real. Jordan Peterson quote tweeted himself, which is awesome. And he said to himself... Come say that to my face, and we'll see who needs a benzo, bucko. You bandy around <laughs> words like racist to smear people without consequence for you. Or so you presume, you naively presume, I defy you to find one phrase I ever uttered that is racist, <clears throat> you sanctimonious, slandering, arrogant, careless little prick. Yeah. All the, it was just... But what's interesting is it's just some random Twitter account. Yeah, he just said JPB getting triggered and going full race prick sounds like somebody needs a benzo. <laughs> Ooh, that's pretty good though. Yeah, that's pretty Fucking good. Got him. But welcome to Twitter, Jordan. I mean, I don't want to tell you 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 can't lose your mind on over every stupid Twitter comment. Yeah, dude. He, but he, then he quote tweets himself, you know. I think he was like trying to quote tweet him again, but he's like too much of a boomer to fucking do that. Yeah. So he's just like, come and say that to my face. So, come say that to my face, you fucking pussy. It's just like weird that he also <laughs> like admits that he was, you know, addicted to benzos there too. Like, you know, it's just like an odd thing well, for we, him to. Well, it was just a great piece of media. Where would we be without benzos? Men, they're doing impossible things. We're doing impossible things. Yeah. We're getting in fights on Twitter. They're, they're taking five benzo pills at a time sometimes, sometimes ten. Women can't take that much benzos. Their yeah. body can't handle it. Yeah, they're going to they're going to, to, to Russia for experimental treatment and almost dying <laughs> because they go cold turkey there and then their daughters are almost killing them in Serbia because she wanted to go to a nightclub. That's the dragon of chaos. That's what they Where would we about. be? Yeah, these these <laughs> postmodernist neo Marxists don't want you to know about the dragon of chaos, daughters. <laughs> Toxic masculinity. Uh, that's that. I'm moving along. I'm going on to Paul Gosard. Oh yeah, the guy whose whole family made a campaign ad saying don't vote for him. Yeah, anime anime titty Paul Gosard uh, is being censured and is being removed from his committee positions because. The American government is expressly anti-anime, and I think that's uh, understandable. That's a reasonable. I'm not anti-anime. I'm just anti-anime. Avatar. I'm anti-weebs, and I myself am an anime fan, but weebs are fucking are annoying. Okay, let's get on to this, basically. We've got the Tim Cast Legion of Doom. This was huge. Tim apparently does a podcast out of his trailer, and somehow Joe Rogan uh, and Alex Jones all popped in at the same time. Bro, time. they got the vibes so perfect in that fucking trailer. Like, it just looks so... Like, the filter that they applied or the lighting makes it look so much smellier than it actually... Than it, I mean, it, perfectly smelly. Like, the way it is. The way it's supposed to be. Yeah, so we made a super... It was three hours long, but we made a super cut of our favorite moments here. So let's take it one bit at a time. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, Joe Rogan in the house. Alex Jones, ladies and gentlemen, right about basically everything. By the way... Sorry, I'm already pausing, but you can really appreciate what a goblin Joe is in that that setting, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, it's kind of funny because it's like everyone is so excited to be around him. Like, this is their guy. This mm-hmm. is, like, I, I, I think he he's like a cow. You know what I mean? A beautiful cow 
running through the field, ripe and ready to be suckled on the teats of. And all these little baby sows or little baby cows are like running up to him like, Joe, give me give me a little bit. Give me a little bit of your titty. I need to utter, Joe. Yeah, and that's, he, that's basically the vibes of the entire fucking two hour, three hour, whatever. Uh, yeah, he's podcast. become their idol for sure. Thing. Finally, it's all coming down. The truth is coming out. So Thomas Jefferson was in the Illuminati. Bunch of demons. Joe Rogan is the 46th president of the United States. I smell sulfur. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. People are just giving us money. <laughs> yeah, so that that was awesome. Did you see? Yeah, I, I saw the super chats. It's like and you know nothing perfectly shows the grift someone said someone made 10k i think like there's like data that you can track you made 10k from the two hour podcast from the donations alone that's pretty incredible and that that's the grift right that that's it right there yeah you tell people what they want to hear you make them feel smart you make them feel privileged they give you money it's awesome yeah and uh (laughs) (laughs) oh god that's how it works dude Alex Jones is wanting a piece of that after his ass just got served a Bro. few. Uh, he's getting he, Alex Jones is about to be bankrupt. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's got. I don't know what kind of insurance you have to protect yourself from situations like that where you lie about a fucking mass shooting uh, I think, happening. I don't think Alex Jones is insurable. First of all, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and by the way, I just uh, do you find it a little fucked that Joe Rogan, who tries to maintain himself as kind of like a you know, open-minded, middle-road guy is happy to associate with someone like Alex Jones, who now has been found guilty, at least by default anyway, uh, enough though, of harassing the parents of children who were murdered in Sandy Hook. Uh, Alex Jones is a fucking vile, psychotic conspiracy theorist. He's entertaining and lovable. I mean, look at his face. He's a fuck. He looks like psychotic, uh, you know, Santa Claus. I I'm fascinated with Alex Jones. We've talked about this before when I, when I came on your podcast once, like I, I wish that we were at a point in our, uh, society where everyone is educated enough to like appreciate Alex Jones in the same way that I, where you just see him as like an entertaining figure in the same way that, like, for example, Linklater saw him originally and, like, literally put him in, like, a bunch of movies. Because Alex Jones was in a bunch of movies. Scanner Darkly. Like, he played himself or it's a conspiracy theorist. And, like, wasn't that Linklater? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Richard yeah. Linklater put him in a lot of movies famously, like, um, uh, uh, playing, like, the role of a conspiracy theorist, you know, a firebrand, whatever. And I love, like, I love how entertaining he can be. But also, I understand how damaging it is when, like, so many people are brain diseased and think he's being on. Way too dangerous. He's, yeah. he's he's just, he's, I don't think you can honestly, like, I don't, Joe co-signs him. I mean, he really yeah. does. And that, no, that's, he, he, he was, it's not okay. He would be the greatest entertainer, like, one of the greatest entertainers if, if uh, he was not such a fucking horrible monster and his followers did not actually believe everything he was saying. Yeah. Well, Joe Rogan co-signs that he the new meme now is like he's been right about everything. He keeps saying shit like that, yeah. Uh, which yeah. comes I'm, up I'm, later. I'm already, so it's <laughs> this guy right I, just, here. I just sent you a text message right. with a meme. It's an amazing <laughs> here it meme is. with Alex, comedian <laughs> by the way. This it's one of my favorite memes. It's but, like it's a you are here meme. He's such a fucking boomer, dude. Come on, bro. True. That is <laughs> you're such a fucking boomer. Like Jesus Christ, he went from like. Being a comic that I appreciated and like, you know, people have always said like his, his comedy is mid, but I mean, I, I liked some of his specials 
to like, hey, look at this Facebook meme I found that my, you know, that my children sent me. Take a look. Here, I'll send it to you. <laughs> it's like, ugh, come on. <laughs> right now, make that larger. Make yeah, that meme larger. Look at that shit. That Your TV spying on you. Check. Bohemian. Elite cabal of sex traffickers. Check. Are we uh, not Jack? They're turning to frogs gay. Jack. It's yeah. yeah. like from <laughs> It's from Aphrodite, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Bohemian Grove, check. What is Bohemian? We know so, Bohemian Grove. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing, okay? And this is something that like Alex Jones gets a lot of credit for for some fucking weird reason. I'm a huge conspiracy uh, lover. I love conspiracy theories. Um, your TV spying on you is correct. Elite cabal of sex traffickers, you could absolutely say, exists in the form of like, you know... Uh, Jeffrey Epstein and and whatnot, um, certainly, right? Uh, whether it's like you know CIA compromise, there is there is legitimacy to a certain degree, not in the way that like Alex Jones is portraying it. They're turning the frogs gay is not like they're not turning the frogs gay, but like pesticide is actually changing their uh, hormones and and um, you know turning frogs into uh, I think they're turning the frogs trans kind of hermaphrodites, yeah, uh, hermaphrodites. Bohemian Grove is a fucking club that is well documented. Yeah. I know people that have literally worked there in the past as well. It's uh, it's just a place for like conservative rich men to get away from their wives and like you know express their desires to be theater kids. Yes, alongside celebrities. Richard Nixon famously said like the f word when talking about it. He's like, oh, a bunch of you know, it's everywhere is turning into the Bohemian Grove. A bunch of f wordy, uh, you know, rich people dancing around in the woods, frolicking in the woods, and that is what they do. So it's not as like severe because the elites, when they get together, they're not getting together at the fucking Bohemian Grove to like figure out what they're doing. They're getting together in Sun Valley, Idaho. Okay, at Sun Valley, Idaho, they do this once a year. That's where Jeff Bezos decided to purchase Washington Post. It's it's in front of your eyes. They get together at the Davos summits. They get together at the Aspen Ideas Festival. They don't have to go to the fucking. They don't need an occult ritual to fucking. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing is is silly. Silver iodide is bullshit. Turns you blue. Rich people using baby blood. True, literally true. Blood boys. Peter Thiel has blood boys. Uh, so there is not baby blood, but you know. Wait, what the fuck are you talking about? So, uh, blood boys is a very real thing. This blood is not boys. Yes. Okay. So Peter Thiel uh, and other he's people. A conservative. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's a huge libertarian. And do they? Well, well, did are they thinking of him when they give the check mark no. here? No. Yeah. They're just like using this to. Okay. What does he do? Tell me about the Blood Boys. So Blood Boys is when you get um, like a young, a young lad. How young? Come and talking? give you like 17, 18, whatever, okay, like okay. younger uh, person to, uh, do a blood transfusion with. Okay. And they believe that it has like potential healing properties and also like, you know, Peter Thiel does that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it's just a blood, but like they, a Silicon Valley made fun of it, but it, it is literally real. So they do just an unnecessary blood transfusion. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Tech well crunch. No, Peter Thiel is not harvesting himself with the blood of the young. Like, it's not, they're not bathing in virgin blood or anything like that, but they do actually do blood transfusions in a similar way that, like, uh, what's the the guy with the one ball? Uh, Michael, the the biker. Oh, uh, Lance. Lance. Lance Yeah, Armstrong. like, Lance Armstrong, not Michael. Lance Armstrong, uh, Lance Armstrong did that. Like, people that want to cheat in the Olympics do the same, the same exact thing. Really? Yeah. So they get that young blood in there. By the way, there's literally a fucking company by the way 
Thiel has been interested in cheating death for several years. He told Business Insider back in 2012, death is a problem that can be solved. The company is called Ambrosia, which got, uh, which takes donated teen blood and pumps it into anyone age 35 or older for $8,000 a pop. Well, that is interesting and a little creepy, but I don't know if that would say that's rich people using baby blood. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. They take something. This is something that conspiracy theories do, theories do regularly. They take something that's like real that's insane mm. okay but instead of just being like that's real and it's insane they turn it into something that is surreal and psychotic and well th their theory you know, was that they libel. they use the blood of babies there's some magic in it what was it called mydrocrotoclome or some shit like that adrenochrome yeah yeah so but anyway here silver iodide not what, really what is sure that? Not really uh, sure. Rich it's not people real. using baby blood. I'm not. That's true. No, it's, it's happening down in Mexico right now. No, it is, is, is it really? Yes, it is. People are are doing that. Yep. You are here, human monkey chimeras. No, I'm looking Which he to that. predicted a long time ago. Well, where's that? Where's that? Where's the? Wait, you're thing? saying the elves aren't real? That's no, the, no, that's, that's next. Well, the elves it's are like, real. This is what of course, predicted. they're real. <laughs> they're coming next. And then I talked to a lot of people that were the Second Amendment advocates. They were saying before the election, they were going back into their Instagrams and their Facebooks and finding posts from eight, nine and, years and ago. Make and let's just and briefly look at that. For those posts. Imagine, it's one thing for a, uh, an orthodoxy to take over and make you comply, but to punish you before it took over is thought crime before. I mean, this is mind control. This is, yeah. this is, this is like in science fiction. This was never dreamed. I don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. People they're talking about people getting banned. Time. They're talking about people getting banned from Facebook. Because like at the end, at the end of the day, like there's a bunch of fucking boomers like saying the government's censoring us or private corporations are censoring us. They had old photos us. on their Facebook of them with guns and then they. The I don't even believe that that's a real story for the record. Yeah. Like, he's, he's a fucking anecdote at best. And not this only is a thought crime, they're going back in time and, and punishing us for for old yeah. photos that come to our house. And ninety percent of the time, like when you, it's so hard to get banned from fucking Facebook and Twitter and shit. Like I have literal psycho stalkers and shit that I like report regularly, mm. and they still pop up with like sock accounts and stuff. So it's just like it's total bullshit that uh, you know it's these guys are getting banned so easily for being conservative. It's like no. They probably were like literally being like, I'm going to murder you. And yeah. then that's why they got fucking banned. Not because they have yeah. uh, photos Just with the, guns. Yeah. Of where you're punished for behavior before the new orthodoxy comes in. So you don't just submit in the current state. You're going to pay for not adopting it He's before such it a was unit. the new you really get that. You, this isn't not science fiction this is what they did in the soviet union where if you were on the wrong side before stalin yeah, took over Facebook you were good. executed with your family yeah. but so this has historical precedent <laughs> no i know wait, wait, pause for a second. i love that i i yeah no the the soviet union they would uh, throw you in the gulag yeah and that's the same as like you getting banned off fucking mark, Facebook. mark zuckerberg is coming to uh to uh disappear you in the middle of the night meanwhile they're having this conversation about facebook and that's the most insane part of this because it is literally by far the most heavily right-wing slant yeah. fucking website out of all the major social medias that like if you look at the top 10 posts top 10 uh, best performing posts on facebook every week and kevin ruse of the new york times like closely tracks ben stuff. Shapiro, ben Shapiro, Ben Shapiro, Breitbart, Dan Bongino, Breitbart, like, yeah. it's literally always, like, far-right news. Like, what do you want? What more do you want? Well, that's why they get Facebook. They, they turn, they're just turning into a right-wing conspiracy stomping ground because they're pushing them, pushing them, pushing them. They got all these boomers using it. It's turned into their bread and butter. In America, at least, is just uh, white, angry, Christian conspiracy theorists and yeah. uh, that's that's their dollar. That's Fucking their market. Terrifying. What Gross. point would you start red pilling your kids, or do you? 
That's well, fucking awesome, dude. I love the idea of red pilling your kids. Oh, I, you know, I'm after gonna, Joe leaves, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna black pill my. I kid. did not watch the rest of this, but like I watched the first hour when Joe was there, and that dude in the middle is like a quote unquote journalist. He's like one of those like fucking Andy No types, right? And he was used as a witness on the trial, in the Kenosha trial. Hmm. Uh, that's why he's there. And he was just blurting the entire time in the first hour. He was just blurting right-wing talking points like Sean Hannity. And you can see Joe Rogan is so annoyed. He's like, why the fuck is this loser that's sitting behind me even having a say in this conversation? I mean, he's in a trailer with fucking Tim Pool. His credentials aren't that much more interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying that like, well, he was very obviously he fucking I'm, hated I'm, this dude. I've left my children alone. Mm. And I've got four children. So one's like 19, one's 17, one's 13, one's four. But I always think of... Please stop having kids, Alex Jones. That's <laughs> too What are you, just four or five kids? I mean, damn, dude. My child is the, the youngest the way, one. And, and I'm... It's not an accident that Alex Jones is sitting next to conservative trans commentator Blair White, for the record. We do know he's the chaser, okay? Oh, that's true. He left the browser open. Mm-hmm. Alex is into the trans porn. Mm-hmm. And yeah. apparently, like, uh, apparently, I don't know if Blair talks about it in this one, but apparently he, like, was it Alex Jones that reached out to her when she had, like, 10,000? Propositioned her? 10,000. sex? When she had 10,000 followers, like, like when she was first starting off. like Propositioned he was, her for sex? I think it was Alex Jones. Let's I wanna, go! I don't want to slander Alex Jones, but we know for a fact that he's a chaser. because oh, we you saw can his, slander Alex Jones. We saw his, uh, you know, we saw his, we got the documents, we got a, here's Ariel... Yep, here's a aerial view of Alex Jones' phone where you can see he's looking at uh, you know trans porn right there. Naughty T babe, Marissa. That's the dude, that was the best right. clip up of all time. He's like it's like, dude, if it's on your phone too, like how desperate are you? Like I, yeah, he left I, I use my laptop, you know? He he's like he's like, I really need to get this one out. Well, he <laughs> left the browser open. That means that he just he nutted, was in like post nut, you Always know. Always delete your browser. Phase, left the browser open. That's so good. Yeah. And a ding dong. That's the best thing ever. Yeah. I mean, good for you, Alex. Get it. I'm like, that's why I feel guilty. So, like, she knows how to run. Like, I don't know how to turn the TV on. So, I don't watch a lot of it. It's like all these, she says, I want to put music on. I want my blah, blah, blah. She's like, meh, meh, meh. and all of a sudden, Sanjay Gupta, and I'm like, grilling a steak. And I'm like, huh? And I'm like, greedily <laughs> eating it. I'm like, huh? And then, like, Gupta's doing So, I go turn it off. She throw, I'm telling you, my daughter is, is like, like a demon conjuring Sanjay Gupta. So this happened His daughter's like five a days demon. ago. So we got to fucking red pill her quick. We got to exit. I don't got kids. Don't look at me. Are you just I'm like a four-year-old four daughter? The best part was Tim's here. You guys remember he famously was like, I'm single and it's not my fault. It's the whole world's fault. So here is a little sad uh, Tim Pool. I don't got kids. Don't look at me. Are you just like... Nobody was looking at you, bro. Nobody was looking. Because he goes on dates and he's still wearing the beanie, dude. Just take the beanie off on one of these fucking dates, dog. I swear to God. I we're feel gonna like get, it's got to be worse. We're going to get what's you some on, pussy, homie. What, what's we're under do there it. has got to be worse than 34 the 34 and I have no family. Because my, my dad had two kids by the time he was 27. Yeah. And I'm like, man. You know what You know what the problem is, though? It's definitely not me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think it's everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> I love that video because it's, it's like it's literally the meme. Like he he doesn't even realize like it's not me, it's everyone else. I don't like, got kids, don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. Oh, poor Tim. He's not like terrible looking. Well, just take we gotta see what's going on under the beanie. 
Yeah, I mean, there is a photo from when he was like posting on 4chan with put put a shoe on his head and stuff. Like the thing is, it's definitely a personality thing. I'm sorry to say. No, he's fine looking. Yeah, he's like he's, a, he's like a decent looking dude. Yeah, he's, he's rich. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Maybe his RV smells bad, but you know, other than that, it's like hey, are you just like you, wanna, you just like you want to come back to my RV? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe Rogan and Alex Jones were here. You can still yeah. smell them on the seat. Yeah. Oh, that's not that bad. Here's a photo of him under the beanie. It's really not that bad. He's got typical male pattern. I mean, it's a definitely deep pattern. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't speak on this, okay? I can. I take Propecia. You can't speak on I'm this, I'm the hairline sir. king. This yeah, is you, like me dunking on like a like Whatever, a you got person, every fucking okay? thing. You got everything else. Look at else. this. Look at this. I don't give a fuck about your hair, bro. You're like tall and jacked. I, I mean, I'm shit. fine right now. Thanks, thanks to fucking- I hope you go bald. Thanks How about that? <gasps> I How fuck dare you. because you have everything else. You deserve to go bald. It's all guys like me have. Is the pr- is the How hope and prayer you. that guys like you go My bald? Pecker is mad. <laughs> that's why I don't have it. That's why I don't have it out and about right now. But how dare you? Yeah, you know what? Fuck you. It's like it's that's like what you death. get for being six four. Yeah, <laughs> male pattern baldness. <laughs> um, but it's he actually looks totally fine. Actually, I think he looks better without the beanie because he wears it so deep, too, you know? Why doesn't he just go full bald? I don't just understand. Just, Dan, like, shave it off. Embrace it, man. You know, and people praise Dan. He he wears the dome with pride, and people love it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, white pride. <laughs> just kidding. Wow, there's a lot of Tim Pool memes just popped up. But uh, let's not go there. I think we're getting short. On, how, we we're, we got to be... We got to keep cruising. We're burning time here. Yeah, we're getting we sidetracked. Oh, wow. Talk to her like an adult. Okay, let's just watch adult. it. Let's like, just, this is oh, what, what the world is That's doing. my Discord oh, that's, PFP. No, that's you. That's my that's my Discord PFP. It's not real. I just like... They fucked with your teeth or something. Yeah, they put like the uh, the smile filter on it, I think. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Something not done, not looking right there. Yeah, it looks like they're watching my Discord PFP in the in the second screen. <laughs> <laughs> they're like... You know, I, I don't, I don't want to say I respect my children. I do. But it's weird. It's like, I can't, like, tell a four-year-old how things work. Mm. They right. see it. So I'm just like, we're turning Sanjay off now. And then she's throwing a fit, and she doesn't know why. You your four-year-old is not watching Sanjay and throwing a fit, bro. Why that is never four- happened. Yeah. That never happened. Why is she not, like, I don't know, watching Baby Shark or some shit? No, don't fuck? turn off Sanjay Gupta. He's my favorite show. Like, Shut why up, is Alex. a dude telling my daughter Alex, she should Alex, do you know what you do next time? I got to turn this off. This is This is scary. Nobody's literally being like, Alex, your four-year-old doesn't watch Sanjay Gupta. Yeah, that's really weird. It's a lie. That's what you tell her. Yeah, it's very Mm. scary. Well, children are a lot more conscious, a lot more aware. They actually have a lot more DMT going through their brain up until a certain age. The fuck you say? So they're uh, in touch. He's my favorite guy. I love that. He goes, tell your child this is very scary. (laughs) We want them to be scared of things, lots of things. This is a good, healthy child psyche. Be scared. This is you. Be scary of this. Uh, He's a brown man on the television. Okay. This is so, cult shit. Yeah. Yep. We're in a cult. Yes. This is yes, a cult. Dude. Tell us, Joe. Tell us, Joe. Speak to us, leader. How does the Kool Aid taste? Shut up, We are in a cult. Joe, start off. This information is not based on reality. This is a left wing cult, and they're they're pumping stuff out, and then they're confirming 
this belief. They're, they're all getting together and they're ignoring contrary evidence. Yes. They're ignoring any narrative that challenges their belief about what happened. And they're not looking at it realistically. They're only looking at it like you would look at it if you're in a fucking cult. Sounds it's like religion. Like, I'm, I'm Sounds assuming. like Joe Rogan talking about ivermectin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming they're talking about COVID, which is so fucking ironic because this man has gotten pretty much everything wrong. He ignores all the You're science. talking about the health czar, bro. He, he you better watch it. You know, That's yeah, Aaron he, Rodgers, he, doctor, bro. He turned into this figurehead on the right. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. People are calling him for health advice. I'm sorry, can you suck your own cock? Yeah, that's right. Joe Rogan can. That's true. Allegedly, that, that, so that was a big story. Recently. I'm gonna get my. I'm gonna get my health information from that guy. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. His dick at the at the rate he takes ivermectin, he, he basically his his cum is 50 percent ivermectin at this point. So <laughs> he's on a permanent drip. Just deworming, deworming that <laughs> constantly deworming. Yep. Yep. Weird left. It, well, cult is a religion that's just like yeah. it's, it's just yeah. older. Not no, I, I had a bit about it. They're well, like, a cult, cult doesn't let you ask questions. Keep Joe going. Well, a cult is made by a guy and that guy knows it's a cult and a religion that guy's dead that's the difference the like religions are just about, cults i mean he's like longer. doing reddit you atheism know, memes and i like i don't even disagree with him all that much he's just saying that like and economic and and even uh moral structure. he's talking about his old bit about how like the difference between scientology and and like Catholicism but what is he is talking that, about he's talking about fucking he's talking about covid treatments yeah he well, he's talking about, uh, I, I don't remember if this was about Kenosha or is he's talking about mainstream media, though. He's talking about liberal bias in mainstream media and how yes. cult-like it is. Right. And um, obviously it doesn't stick there. But if he's making a comparison between religion and uh, like other cults uh, that are newer, then that I, I understand yeah. what he's saying. And that's what he's like. He's using that to expand upon his criticism of mainstream media. Like they, they actually benefit society. Like some some cults, they're based on rituals or things that people learned, mm. and they realize this is a better way to live their life. And but some of them are just based on the present moment of gathering the most amount of whether it, it is uh, influence or finances or what, what, what power, whatever the fuck it is. That's what this is. This Joe is and I left. totally agree. So the, the reason yeah. the reason the reason I called is <laughs> Joe Rogan, by the way. I totally agree with you, Joe. You're so smart and brilliant. You're also six foot four. And you're super rich, by the I, way, I and the powerful. It's kind of sad seeing Alex Jones like suck Joe's boots so hard, though. Like they all are doing it, but it's like, Alex, you're a fucking full grown like adult. Well, Alex is basically lost without Joe. I mean, Joe is the only reason he has any relevance left today. Nobody would be watching that show if it wasn't for Joe having him on. Yeah, and like and then now revitalizing him, you know. And now that he just got these these uh verdicts against him this motherfucker is going to be uh cock deep on joe this is yeah. his only chance well okay let's get on with it we're coming to the end we got to do these serving w's at dinner um this is the big this is the big show here your head is getting smaller my, my head getting smaller in that more as thanksgiving dinner goes on i see what happened there <laughs> Must have been a mistake because I have such a large dome. All right, so in real here, life. here's the premise. I'm gonna be playing the uh, the uh, you know the dumbass, which is not far from the truth. Okay, I'll be on. cosplaying as basically myself. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna want to be Hassan. Okay, so we're gonna okay, we're gonna I'm role gonna, play this. I'm the Hassanabi head at Thanksgiving. All right, you guys ready? I wish I had like overalls and a piece of hay in my mouth. And shit. I was gonna bring my Trump hat today. I forgot. 
Well, hold on. Can I at least get some like uh, MAGA shit to put on? Yeah, you got all the MAGA shit there. <laughs> he's just, he's just grabbing. Oh my God! You, yeah. I've got the the box. Oh shit! I got oh no! <laughs> I've got the box of MAGA. It's falling gear. apart, brother. Let's see. I gotta pick right for the segment. We've got the. I mean, this is a favorite white, straight, conservative house. Can I offend you today? We've got the. Um, this is unrelated. We've got the thin yellow, thin yellow line. Tow truck lives matter. Yeah, that one's not good. We've got the. Um, let's see here. When I die, don't let me vote Democrat. That's good. That's good. I love that. So, With the do, Punisher. Let's do that one, okay? With the Punisher decal. Teddyfresh.com. <laughs> just straight ripping it. How about just shirtless? That's actually pretty funny. As long as, <laughs> as, long as you wear like one of those conservative hats and shirtless, you're like, yeah, whatever. Fuck I it. I, it's my house, damn <laughs> it. <laughs> this is my house. <laughs> this is my dinner table, damn it, and I won't wear no shirt if I want to. Uncle Hank, this is not your house. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Uncle Ethan. Now that I'm no Get longer whiskey. Now that I'm no longer unsh uh, now that I'm no longer shackled by Deborah who left me. <laughs> I can <laughs> I can drop trial if I want to. It's my freedom. It's my right. You cannot tell me to wear a shirt. That's against my God-given right. I mean, it's the same energy as the mask. No mask. 100%. You know? Right. So then hat-wise, <laughs> we've got... Oh, there you go. That's such a high-quality photo. I love that. It's like... Like, he, might, he did a photo shoot like that. He might even be eating Thanksgiving dinner, it looks like. By the resolution is really high. You can see all the individual uh, body hair. Look he is that. one of those guys who would order, like, Thanksgiving dinner at a diner, you know? You have that, you have it's sad, but, you know, another brave victim of divorce court. <laughs> all right, I'm in character. When I die, don't let me vote Democrat. Ooh! Yeehaw! And the NRA hat. Okay, I'm in character. Okay, let's, let's hear what you got for me. All right, so I'm going to be at the dinner table. I tell you what, that critical race theory is ruining our schools. <laughs> They're teaching our kids that they's born racist. Okay, so one of the immediate things that you got to ask is uh, for them to define what critical race theory is. I don't know. Critical race theory. That can it shut means down the conversation. That, it means that we're racist. This ain't no racist country. We got rid of slavery. Black people can vote. I ain't no racist around here. Okay, so conservatives consider everything to be critical race theory, everything that like revolves around race to be critical race theory. So you got to figure out what brand of like critical race theory your relative is talking about. If they're talking about like, uh, you know, anything that mentions uh, black people as like human beings, even in the like pre-abolition world in the pre-reconstruction era, and that's critical race theory. You're talking to someone who's like, you know, lost in the sauce. In which case, you should just like thoroughly embarrass them by, uh, you know, mentioning that slavery is immoral and wrong. And uh, slavery's been gone for a hundred years. Yeah. What you talk about slavery? Except, Ain't no slaves around here, boy. Exactly, except the uh, intergenerational consequences of, you know, chattel slavery, ripping people away from their families, raping them, 
and selling them, obviously that still remains. That right? was 200 years ago. You tell yeah. me them blacks ain't got time to get their shit together. Shit, my family moved here after slavery, and we we doing great here. We exactly, got, because no problem. Because your family had rights and liberties that were not afforded to black people, so much so that even after abolition, uh, even after the abolition of slavery, Racist people, the Democrats, okay, the demon rat, uh, you know, the demon rat were were trying to keep that alive, to keep that separation alive through enforcing uh, Jim Crow laws and and segregating black people and not offering them the same uh, opportunities. So much so that every single uh, uh, African descendant of slave slaves here in the United States right now is still one and a half generations removed from abject poverty from complete poverty that was systematically enforced upon them they they were you know forced into i just don't think that our kids need to go to school and learn that they're born racist that don't make no kind of sense no one is born racist racist. you just learn racism in uh, through stereotypical imagery and and through your sound like a commie system you sound like commie skim that's right I don't believe none of that. So, yeah. So one thing that you can do is basically talk about, like, listen, this is not happening. Once you identify what kind of critical race theory they're uh, operating on, what they're talking about, one thing that you can talk about is obviously how whitewashed the uh, historical perspective, the historical narrative is, and that, um, if anything, you know, a true understanding of history so that everyone can understand and, and, you know, be better equipped is by teaching people honestly, teaching kids honestly about America's history with racism. There's nothing wrong with like learning about this process. And one thing that I do hear regularly... When I was in school, I heard that they separate my white kids and saying, you're black now, and you got to pretend like you're discriminated against. Now, what kind of sh- crazy shit is that? My, my heard that there's kids in school, they get separated and they say, you're the slaves. And then the other kids say, you're, you're the oppressor. My kid ain't no oppressor, and he ain't no black either. So... So the thing is, like, well, this is a common thing that I hear a lot where people say they're teaching our kids that they're villains in this story. Mm-hmm. And no, you're not. You, you, you should not feel white guilt for what your ancestors did. However, you should be guilty uh, and feel guilty if you're still defending it now. OK, so that's the big problem here. And the big disconnect, I think, is that like learning about uh, America's history doesn't automatically make you a villain continuously defending it in 2021 i ain't defending it it's just that ain't no systemic racism here ain't no laws against black people y'all you all just want you all just social justice war even in the jim crow south right when they had segregation which you admit is racist right jim crow south i don't know what that is (laughs) you need a little bit of critical race theory in your life then (laughs) But uh, yeah, critical race theory obviously is the complex legal theory that, you know, no kids are learning about. But like once you identify what it is, you can talk about that. And um, one of the things that they used to do in the Jim Crow South, and this happened in the North as well, obviously through redlining. But one of the things they used to do in the South is um, they would never expressly say black people are not allowed to vote in certain areas in order to avoid the the, the scrutiny uh, from you know, these uh, progressive folk, these commies. So what they would do is uh, they would institute grandfather laws. And what that means is if your grandfather was not allowed to vote, then you would be subjected to a uh, test. 
like these these voter tests or or you'd be subjected to a poll tax for example in order to be able to vote so that way they didn't say black people can't vote they just simply stated if your grandfather who was a slave could not vote then you can't vote without these uh, additional restrictions to stop you from voting. what's wrong with having you know te- uh, what's wrong with showing an id at the poll mm-hmm. we just want to make sure that the people that vote are the people they say they vote if you if you think that's a problem then you cheating so a lot of countries already have voter id laws but the main difference between those countries and ours is that it is incredibly exceptionally difficult you hate the dmv i suspect you don't want to go there obviously hate the dmv Um, yeah it's communist yeah it's underfunded next thing you're gonna tell me i need a license to use my damn toaster (laughs) yeah that's right it's coming Um, so what's racist about that so voter ID laws, because of how uh, inaccessible DMVs are, especially if you're working every single day, mm-hmm. uh, are, are created so that, um, you know, they're oftentimes even created in areas where there's no DMVs in poor neighborhoods uh, in predominantly black and bi- uh, black and white neighborhoods. Um, uh, they're, they're created as a way to ensure that less people vote. Right. It's yet another problem. It's it's uh, it's portrayed as a solution to a non-existent issue. What I mean by that is there have been numerous studies conducted on this, endless studies conducted on this by Republican think tanks, uh, right wing think tanks, liberal think tanks, bipartisan commissions have been launched. George W. Bush had a commission on this. Donald Trump had a commission on this. And every single investigation has concluded that voter fraud is not happening. Voter fraud happens at such marginal levels that it will never be able to move the needle on an election or an electoral outcome. So it's basically another way to stop people from voting in a country where literally the plurality doesn't even vote to begin with. If anything, we should be making it easier for people to vote um, so that you know poor people have a harder time going out and voting and don't end up voting at all. That's all it is. One of the, I'm very character here. One of the best and easiest ways I've understand and explained systemic racism, and it's more like a, cl- a classist thing too, uh, but basically property taxes fund local schools. Boom. Done. Rich communities get better education. They make more money. Uh, they have more generational wealth. Poor, poor communities, you know, and, and, and communities of uh, minor- majority minorities are going to have worse education as a result, less funding, and therefore, you know, less yeah. accumulation of wealth. And you and you multiply that uh, through generations. Like yeah. It just gets worse Never and worse. Never catch up. And, of course, that is... Uh, and one way to effectively shut people out of that, even in the North, was through redlining. What? Red, I ain't no heard no damn redline. The only redline I believe in is... live alongside white people in white neighborhoods, even if they had the money to do so. And I think whites should stick to whites and blacks just should stick to blacks. Yeah, What's the, racist about that? That's quite... Definitionally is racist. That okay, is, commie. It's literally segregation. No. What you're advocating for. <laughs> yeah, well, they want to stay with themselves and we want to stick with ourselves. We ain't no problem with that. No, there is there is definitely, especially when people consensually want to live alongside one another. That is there is a problem with uh, you Not know, me pushing back against that. OK, well, if you ask me, white people are the most discriminated against in today's society. You look at me. I can't even express myself. I can't even say the N word no more. Yeah, that's outrageous. Good thing. 
It's outrageous. It's a it's an affront on my freedoms. So, um, this is a really this is a really common one too. Obviously, uh, white people are discriminated against, certainly, but mm-hmm. not on the virtue of being white. White people can be oppressed in mm. today's society and often are as a consequence of being poor. Now, race in that situation is uh, plays another role on top of class. This isn't to mean that, like, obviously, Oprah Winfrey as a black woman is in a worse position overall than someone like yourself, uh, Uncle Hank, uh, you know, living in a trailer. Uh, she is in a better situation. She's more privileged than you from a class position, right? Mm. But... Um, but that actually only plays out, that discrimination only plays out, for white people at least, on the basis of class, never on the basis of race, because white people have never been discriminated against simply because they're white, on the virtue of the color of their skin. Well, I can't, the say, I can't say a damn thing these days. I tell you what, the woke army out there, I can't say a damn thing. I can't share my opinion. They say, you're white, you're a man, you're straight. Have I offended you today? You know, I can't even say a damn thing because I'm quiet. Um, <laughs> I think <laughs> I don't know how to respond. Come on now, boy. Okay. You know I'm right. Yeah, That's why uh, you're owning me, dude. You can- <laughs> uh, yeah. You know how I'm white. When you're when you know you're I'm white and I'm right. Listen, when you're come on now. Yeah. Lifetime, when you're accustomed to a lifetime of privilege, equality feels like oppression. Uh, mm. not being able to put down black people on the virtue of the color of their skin is not actually oppressing you, okay? It's just allowing other black people to thrive alongside yourself. Um, They have the exact same goals that we do, okay? Black people have the same goals that we uh, in the white community do, okay? Everyone just wants uh, to put a meal on their table, to have a roof over their own heads, and, and the average black person has the exact same issues and the exact same goals that the average white person has. All of those things. They want safety. They want security. There's more crime in black neighborhoods. Now, if I don't want to live near black people, why shouldn't I be able to say that? They bring the crime. They bring the drugs. And I just want none part of that thing. White people and black people consume drugs at a similar rate, especially when it comes to marijuana, for example, except black people are heavily persecuted and prosecuted for the same exact offenses and get way longer prison sentences because the criminal justice system is, is absolutely... Uh, heavily uh, geared towards uh, further oppressing black people. Well, I smoke a little meth, but I never do ain't no do no crime. Yeah, that's exactly. Well, that is, that is a crime. Right. Uncle well, Hank. I guess technically that is a crime, but it's my freedom to do meth, all right? Now simmer down there, you Arab. <laughs> I thought I was white too in this situation. <laughs> this man's an Arab. How do you get at this dinner table? Yeah. <laughs> They brought me over. To- I'm getting sick of this Karen. I hear people talk about them Karens, man. Them Karens, that's just a racist term for a white woman. It's oppressive and it's anti-white. And I won't have it. So, <laughs> Karen is like cracker, okay? There's a difference between being able to say cracker and uh, saying the N-word, right? You literally can't say it. You just say the N-word. Um, Why don't you call it the K-word then? Karen's offensive to me. I don't ever want to hear that word again. Karen. This triggers me. By the way, that's... that's, that's My the, fork is trembling. That's a that's one of the beautiful parts about this where it's like um, the very same people that argue in the same breath that they should be able to say the N-word will then turn around and show how triggered and, and upset they are. And it's like, 
why are you so true? How dare you call me a Karen? Yeah. My wife got called a Karen the other day. Yeah. Your your wife left you, so <laughs> that's why we're here. I miss her. <laughs> that's why I drink. Yeah. Um Karen is just a, a, another way for like people who are have historically been marginalized to blow off steam. It's it's inconsequential. It's not tacked along with like any sort of significant history of 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 uh, marginalization. Have women been marginalized throughout uh, society? Of course they Absolutely have. Absolutely not. But not on the basis of being white women, uh, especially when they are pitted against uh, black folk. So it just means you're behaving like a Karen. There's just the a hordes of people walking around cameras filming white women, waiting for the white women to have an explosion. It ain't right, I'll tell you what. Yeah, in a lot of instances, it's actually the Karens themselves that are filming themselves because they think that what they're doing is righteous, but, you know, it turns out it's not, so. But I'll tell you the other problem I'm having these days, man. Talking about genders, talk about two genders, talk about trans, whatever that is, you know. There's two genders, that's it. I don't so, know what all this Z's and X, Y, Z, bullshit. I'm talking about there's a penis and a vagina. You know, that's biology. So, um, gender is a social construct. It's basically what? like what you put on top of what most people consider now to be biological gender. But even that is not, um, even that's not a binary because they're intersex people. Uh, and, and obviously gender is uh, super fluid. It's just how you express yourself and how you identify yourself. I went never letting one of them trans in a bathroom with my kid. How would you know when someone is trans? What are you going to do? Look at their penis? I or could vagina? tell. That's Excuse me. I ain't no gay. Yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. What are you going to do? They're like peeing in a stall. You're just going to be like knocking on the door. I could tell a trans from a mile away, boy. What you talking about? Then you pull up someone like Buck Angel, for example. Like if you pull up Buck Angel, uh, do you Buck have a photo Angel. of Buck Angel? Look him up. Sounds like a tough dude. I like this Buck Angel. Yeah, he, he is a tough dude. That's right. Who's Here. this Buck Angel we talking about? There you go. Now that's a cool dude. I like to get a beer with him. Maybe. Yeah. So pass here, around the meth. If gender pipe? is not, if gender is not a social construct, uh, wait, how, you're tell that's a man. You, how would you point out this person in a crowd if you want to get your bag? And that's your a bag man. Is, What's your the problem bag? with Buck Angel? Exactly. Well, there's no problem with Buck Angel. Buck Angel does happen to be uh, a trans. What? Man. Yeah. And that uh, man a trans. That's a devil's work. I ain't letting no man in the bathroom like that. So Hell you would no. want you would want this big burly man to be peeing in the women's restroom then. That's uh, we Hell yeah. You would want this big burly man to be peeing in the women's restroom. That man should be you that man should be peeing out in the woods. He ain't got no place in no bathroom. See, that's where society. that's ultimately where what it comes down to is that most transphobic people just want trans people to not exist. Yeah, that's uh, right. And that is an issue. So I say, you know, let people pee wherever the fuck they want to. And if the uh, common retort is like, oh, they're doing it to like do indecent sexual acts or or anything like that. Well, that's still illegal. You know, you can't. It's not legal magically when you're a trans person. If you well, are what doing happens, a crime. What happens if I'm peeing next to this buck angel there? And I start to feel a certain type of way. Then, you know, it's a beautiful expression of your love. What do I do with that? You should engage in it. Mm, Buck would probably treat you better than than Brenda did. That scares me. Hessen. Yeah. Hussein Pecker. Yeah, that's right. I don't like this Buck Angel. He makes me uncomfy. Get that (laughs) off my screen, damn it. Yeah, he's, I mean. He scares me. 
You would never point to Book and be like, can you get my bag uh, from next to her? Like, you would never use the her, she, her gender pronouns when you're, when you're referencing Buck Angel. Well, now, I just feel like if someone asked me to tell say their damn pronoun, if that's, that's a man who wants me to call her a she, it just ain't happening. It's now, having said that, passability is not the only metric for uh, whether or not you should respect someone's pronouns or their gender identity or their gender expression. Um, I am of the mindset that you should just be polite to people. If if someone tells you their name is, you know, uh, Bojangles, you don't say, no, you're not, your name is not Bojangles. Your name is actually, uh, you know, Henry. No, it's Bojangles. So just, uh, you know. That sounds like devil. Treat word. people uh, with kindness and respect, I think. I'll tell you what, man, all these people worried about COVID shutting down the damn government, shutting down our schools. This COVID ain't nothing but just the flu, man. It's crazy. Obviously, it's not just the flu. The flu, the common flu, is still pretty deadly. It kills around 30,000 to 40,000 people a year. Yeah, well, should um, we shut down the government for the damn flu every year? Well, Hell we don't no. do that because, uh, you know, that would, that would be a, a real big economic stressor. However, COVID, on the other hand, has killed almost 800,000 people here in the United States since it started. So, Man, you believe that shit? I, I do. Why do I believe that? Well, because there's, uh, you know, around 800 to a million additional deaths that occurred throughout COVID. I tell you, they mark anything as COVID these days. People be dying of heart attacks and all kinds of crazy shit. And they just okay. go COVID because okay. they get, you know. Even if that was the case, right? Then, uh, and this is one way to analyze uh, the rate of deaths in, in any given time, is by looking at prior years, right? So what would happen is, if that was the case, then you would have a similar number of deaths that are occurring uh, in 2020 and in 2021. But that is not what has happened. We've had additional deaths. If you look at the CDC data that's readily available. The there CDC? Is, yeah. You believe that devil work? I do believe. The Dr. C Fauci? Uh, I, that I, man is Satan himself. I mean, I'm not like a super big fan of Dr. Fauci myself, but it doesn't matter. I believe in the science. You I believe in scientists. And you trust the CDC? I, I do trust the, the yes, the disease control There's your uh, problem. data. I don't trust the CDC. I don't trust no government agency. Okay. Um, well, that's categorically false. It's impossible for mm -hmm. you to survive in society without trusting any government agencies. I don't trust nobody but my own two hands. Except for Facebook. And Buck Angel over there, who I can't stop thinking about. <laughs> I tell you what, though, man. I don't know. I ain't getting the vaccine because my immune system's strong. I ain't been sick in five years. Your immune system is not strong. You are, uh, I mean, not you in particular. What but do you mean, my immune <laughs> system, son? I'm just saying. First of all, you literally had a, a problem with your <laughs> you talking to an me? allergic reaction not that long ago. Yeah, well, that means my immune system is strong. It reacted yeah. right. It's the, it's it's the virus coming out of your body. But, um, Hassan, I'm not. The character didn't have a. Uh, okay, well, I was I was imagining yeah. like a like a way fatter diabetic um, uncle. Yeah. Okay. Fifty percent of Americans have a, or more than that actually, sixty percent of Americans have a comorbidity. Because I feel like you're just calling me fat and unhealthy now. No, no, that's which not is me. true. <laughs> not saying that. I'm just. saying I don't need that. no damn vaccine. I ain't been sick in years. Um. So I don't trust it. Even if you have a, a fine immune system, uh, COVID can still be very deadly. As a matter of fact, 
uh, for the past two months, in well, in September and October, uh, COVID was the number one uh, reason for fatalities in the United States of America for men over the age of uh, 30, uh, 35, I think, or no, 45. So that's it's still incredibly deadly. Uh, depending on who you're talking to, that person is probably going to be over the age of 45. And uh, it, it is still a, a super, super deadly issue feel- as long, if you're not vaccinated. Because guess what? At the end of the day, you can look at all of these numbers. You can look at the numbers uh, and, and claim like, oh, well, people that don't have the vaccine are still getting COVID. Like, what, what difference does it make? Well, that's right. You they're not going to the hospital. catch the damn virus. So what's the point? They're not going to the hospitals. Y'all said I would have immunity. And now you're saying I can catch the virus. That don't even make sense. Well, that's fine. That's normal. Uh, vaccine. Normal. Yes. Vaccines don't uh, don't always eradicate. Yeah, uh, the likelihood of you getting uh, the disease, especially when it's something like COVID, uh, it's not happening in this case. And people have never said that it would 100 uh, percent stop you from getting COVID. Well, what's right? If I catch COVID, it just natu- stops you from going to the hospital. It stops na- you from going to the hospital. In- I ain't going to no hospital. I ain't got health insurance. No how. Exactly. So, I ain't can't afford that shit. It's not a bad. It's it's. I'm a, just gonna die here. Definitely in my trailer, need the boy. That's why you definitely need the vaccine because it's free. Well. I just catch COVID anyway, and the natural immunity is more effective than the damn COVID anyway, so I don't need that shit. It's worthless. That's not true. Natural immunity is not more effective than COVID, especially because the data is incredibly inconsistent with natural immunity. Your body might not have the, uh, your body might not have developed enough uh, antibodies, and as a matter of fact, uh, I believe in the latest studies conducted, it was like 30% of people uh, create the necessary amount of antibodies to have like natural immunity over an extended period of time. Whereas with the vaccine, at least in the first six month window, when you get both shots, you are still reliably covered from the worst aspects of. Man, I didn't even understand a word you just said, boy. Vaccines are good for you. They're better than natural immunity. One, because you don't get COVID in the process. Okay. When you get the vaccine Uh, and you don't have to deal with like getting COVID, which can be deadly and is in a lot of instances. Um, but also on top of that, uh, vaccines offer more reliable and long-term coverage. I just don't trust this new vaccine. They enter, they, they alter in my perfect, beautiful genome. They're not doing that. That's not a real thing. The mRNA vaccine technology has been around for quite a long what? time since 1985. They've been working on it. But there's also the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, which is yeah, like but the that old one give me give them give them strokes to people. Dang. That's also not true. The Johnson and Johnson vaccine was stopped for yeah, a brief moment exactly. when when the FDA wanted to ensure that it was as safe as possible, and it was safe. It was safe enough for the FDA to I ain't restart that it. shit. I'll tell you what, I will take. Get some of that damn ivermectin. It been won one of damn Nobel Peace Prize. It's one of the peace safe. Prize. Hell yeah, causing peace in this planet, boy. Yeah, Nobel. And I'll prize. tell you who what else. Lobotomies also got a Nobel Prize, but you know they're they're discontinued as a medical practice. Uh, and yeah, as far as ivermectin goes, yes, it is a dewormer. It is most commonly used on livestock and animals, but uh, COVID is not a worm. Uh, the testing done on ivermectin uh, showed no conclusive, reliable That's not evidence. what Joe Rogan said. He said he had this guy, Brett Weinstein, on there. He said, man, if we all just took ivermectin, this virus be gone. And I'll tell you what, it's just a big conspiracy. 
these damn big vaccine making so much money selling this shit. We don't need no vaccine. We just need ivermectin. Uh, well, ivermectin is also made by a big pharmaceutical corporation. It's made by Merck. Who's that? Merck is a big pharma corporation, very similar to Pfizer. And uh, they are the ones who make ivermectin. And even surprisingly, they were the ones who were first out of the gates to say ivermectin is not a reliable cure for COVID, is not a reliable treatment for COVID. We will keep monitoring today that because they stand to gain the most out of this, right? They said that they would keep monitoring the data to see if there was actually any sort of treatment because everybody ultimately wants to get away from this fucking uh, you know, uh, from this pandemic business. Nobody wants to stay indoors, trapped in homes. People want to go back to to their normal lives. I personally hate going to the gym and wearing a mask. I yeah. want to never wear a mask ever again when I'm damn. at the gym. You wear a mask, you fu- you sheep. Bah! Well, bah, sheep. You wear that face diaper on your face, boy. Even Fauci himself say, it don't do nothing. Then he changes his mind. He say, it do something. Man, that Fauci can't keep one thing straight. Well, mask wearing, especially paired up with social distancing, is a very effective way at combating this issue. Uh, don't do if shit, that, Mike. Well, if it didn't do shit, then we would have seen uh, similar rates of COVID in countries that actually had some serious uh, protocols like social distancing, isolating, quarantining, and also mask wearing in public, uh, like China, uh, South Korea, Singapore... Uh, and why Taiwan, this Fauci character Vietnam, can't keep it straight? You go, you gotta wear the mask. Australia. Then he says, you gotta not wear the mask. Then he says, you gotta wear the mask inside. He says, you gotta wear the mask inside. Now we need a booster shot. This man is full of lies and he is Satan himself. Well, originally, <laughs> people thought the earth was flat. Or at least some what? people thought the earth was flat. And then we found out that that was not the, the case. The earth isn't flat? No. The and fuck that's you how, say? And get that's, this devil out my house. And that's how science works, where you get new data and you change your mind, right? Like when you learn yeah, something. Yeah, well, the new, earth is 6,000 years old and you ain't changing my mind on that. Okay. Well, okay, it's Grandpa. in the Bible. Dang it. <laughs> so you're telling me he changed the data as the science changed? No, the new data came out. Um, well, specifically in the case of Fauci with masks. I do agree that, like, uh, there was some fuckery going on there uh, originally. I think, like, the part of the reason why they didn't want uh, people to go out and, like, you know, bum rush masks because of our shitty supply. They lied to us. Was, yeah, and, and you know, that is really terrifying How can I and really scary. Again, he lied. The man lied to me. Mm, I can never trust him again. But the reason why they originally said that was because they wanted to make sure that all of the uh, healthcare professionals, people that desperately needed uh, PPE, protective gear, at, at a time in the beginning of the COVID uh, pandemic, would get that so that they wouldn't uh, run into shortages. Just tell me one thing. Do I need to keep sending death threats to his kids or not? Definitely don't do that. Okay. That's very illegal. Because I'm on a Facebook group called Harass Fauci. That's, and we send spam death threats to his kids and to his wife. It's a good time for us, boy. And That's my favorite time of the week. Me and the boys get together, have a few whiskeys, a couple buds, and we send death threats and even dick pics. I'll be honest with you. I think I think what you should. That's highly illegal. You're sending. You know, that's ain't nothing legal about exposure. that. It's America. That's that's uh, you're exposing yourself to minors. Uh, oh. So that's that's definitely his, wife, illegal. his kids ain't no minors, boy. That man like ninety years old. Okay, well then you know you're still sending uh, your your cock to. Yeah, it's America. It's freedom. It's my freedom to send my penis. You know, freedom. Whoever free. I want, boy. 
your freedoms stop when other people's freedoms begin, I think. There's like a barrier. And You sound uh, like ISIS. Well, you wouldn't want, okay, would you want ISIS to send you dick pics all day? I'll come for them. They ain't send me shit. Yeah, bro. that's what I'm saying. They could terrorize your mailbox with dick pics all day, every day. You wouldn't like that, right? That's scary. Yeah, don't do anything that, you know, you wouldn't want done to you. Mm. I think that's a pretty healthy attitude. There. Well, what you, you should think? You should find new hobbies, I think. <laughs> I'll work on that. Maybe I'll start throwing shit from the overpass. That was fun back when I was doing that. <laughs> Definitely. That's also illegal. Highly illegal. You sound a lot like you Antifa to me. You don't fun at all, man. Yeah, you sound a lot like Antifa to me. That's some Antifa shit That ain't no shit fun right shit all, man. This guy no fucking fun. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you, man. I got some kids. They about in middle school, these kids. And they coming out into school. They say, you ain't no wearing no mask in school, boy. You kids ain't coming here. I say, damn. My kids ain't getting no education. My kids need to go to school. I ain't got time to watch their dumb beat ass. So, uh, yeah, no, it's, you know, they should go to school, your kids. They yeah, but they got to wear the mask, and I say, ain't no wear a goddamn mask they, on their face. They got to see them smile. They got to see, the teachers got to see them smile. You don't can't see no face. They ain't no damn education. I'll well, tell you, just control, man. Well, there's, there is a dress code at schools too your kids can't really wear whatever they want to and masks are a public safety measure at least for the time being and uh once uh, all the kids are vaccinated and it's have just a level control, of protection man. it's all every, about control um technically every kind of regulatory mechanism is about control it's about controlling the population so that you know people that don't want to do things that would harm others can't do those things so that we can live in a civilized society together Obviously, uh, all laws are technically discriminatory towards people that want to do people that want to break those laws. Like, for example, let's say someone wants to do a murder. Well, the law is discriminating against them and they don't want to. Well, not you, but I would never do do that. Other people want to do murders, right? That my fucking ex-wife, I'd tell you that bitch got it coming. I'll tell you what, man. And you ain't never going to find that body, boy. Market has a COVID death, brother. <laughs> oh yeah, you could hide anybody in this day and age, but yeah. one COVID death. So I tell yeah. you though. So it's not a way to control people, as evidenced by the fact that the moment that uh, you know there was a brief period of time when we started first getting vaccines and whatnot, we immediately released the the control mechanisms of wearing masks and whatnot, and and really relaxed on that, which actually led to a spike in COVID, but. That's because people just want to go back to their regular lives. No one wants to like wear masks all the time. Mm. No one wants to uh, have to socially distance all the time. And the most effective way of doing that is reaching herd immunity, which is becoming more and more unfeasible. Man, if we wanted to reach herd immunity, we just let this virus go, boy. No mask, no vaccine. We just get over it like the good old days. Back in the 1920, we had some kind of flu. Some Spanish flu. Yeah, that ain't was, no Spanish flu now. Yeah, because you know there were there were control mechanisms back then as well. Even though science was not as advanced and medical technology was not as advanced back then as it is now, mm. and didn't we have the we did not have the deep understanding that we do of like how these diseases spread. But uh, ultimately, letting it rip. Let it rip. Uh, letting the Spanish flu rip uh, caused many uh, fatalities, even after uh, you know enforcing certain like mask rules and whatnot during that era as well. Well, I'll you tell you millions what: millions and millions of people dying, which we are reaching uh, at that level now. I tell you what, man. If Trump 
If they didn't steal the election from Trump like they did, we won't be even having these problems, you know? Man, Trump won that damn election. I'd never vote for a Democrat. Democrat. Yeah, um, no. Trump did not what? win the election. <laughs> uh, how do you explain them shit down in Arizona? They did that recount, boy. Yeah. I'm telling you, there are funny stuff with them machines. Yeah. Uh, we dead have, people voting. Something ain't right. We have one of the most secure processes because we still use paper ballots, and those are fairly hard to uh, cheat on because there's no like hacking you just straight up well my cousin down my cousin down in georgia he used one of them digital ones he ain't no paper ballot in that and he, he did said, not do that there's still there's still paper ballots in america what about in arizona also paper ballots what about in damn like florida there's the paper ballots everywhere around the country florida ain't no machines the machines got hacked that's what the, the president trump said the machines were hacked by cuban a, a socialist agents yeah no that did not happen i i'm afraid and also trump won florida so <laughs> yeah wouldn't that favor him <laughs> well you know what there's a reason why in Georgia, for example, when people criticize the Georgia election out electoral outcomes, even if it's like someone like Marjorie Taylor Greene doing so, she's not, you know, she's not criticizing the same ballot that she was on. Her election was not, uh, you know, that fraudulent. is interesting. I got to say, because she won. Yeah. It's on the same damn ballot. Yeah. Don't make no kind of sense. I tell you what, though, man. If they were able to uh, cheat their way into uh, electoral victories, why would they create a system where, like, uh, you know, it hangs in the balance of, like, uh, a 50-50 split uh, Senate? Why wouldn't they just uh, create a supermajority in the Senate so they can pass bills, you know, I terrifying you, bills like, uh, like health care, like expansion? I tell you, man, you know, where I live, it's all Trump signs. It's Trump. Everyone I know is Trump. Mm -hmm. He's the greatest man that ever lived. Ain't no one I even know vote for damn Joe Biden. Well, that's normal. You're around like-minded individuals in a red state. It was I stolen suspect. for sure. It just does not mean that it's stolen. Just like if you go to California, if you go to, like, West Hollywood in California, there's, you know, Biden signs. Well, what there. happened in Arizona with them recounts? They found that to be conclusive, that, mm. that Joe Biden had won the election. Sounds like we need a recount. occurred over and over and over again. Recount it again, damn it! Spending a lot of money. Some of those recounts actually found more votes for Joe Biden than prior. What? And uh, ultimately, yes, that the the it, despite uh, countless uh, recounts and millions of dollars being wasted for Donald Trump's very own personal, you know, uh, uh, initiative or his Trump's very own personal man. narrative. He's a, he's a good Christian man. He's I not you. a good man. He's not a good Christian man. He's, He's a funny he, man. There ain't nothing more Christian than Donald Trump. He brings back good Christian values. I tell you what, boy. I mean, Donald Trump is is definitely he's definitely uh, interesting, charismatic. I understand why people enjoy listening to him drone on about the TV man and about liberals, but uh, I would not say that he is a good, wholesome, honest uh, Christian person. Oh, come on. Uh, I think other Christians also recognize that. They just think that, you know, he's a good Christian man because he's, like, anti-abortion, even though he wasn't originally. Well, he loves his family. I mean, he, he, ha he has sex with his own daughter. He only loves Ivanka. We love that around here. He lo the only person that Donald Trump loves in his family is Ivanka. That's why you don't ever hear about Tiffany. Uh, Who's Tiffany? I ain't never heard of her. That's Trump's other daughter. What? 
and he absolutely is she pretty like Ivanka? Mm. Is she uh, got big titties like Ivanka? I'm not gonna say anything about that, but <laughs> ultimately, uh, you know, he he despises I like Ivanka. Eric she got and big Donald Jr. Titties. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I think she got some big ones there, boy. You know I like that. Because I'm straight. Yeah, yeah. And not fantasizing Ain't no about, gay man. Not fantasizing about Buck Angel. Mm, that Buck Angel got good biceps, I tell you. Okay. I'll tell you what, though, give me, man. Give me, give me more. What else you got? Okay, settle down, Hussein. I'm just, I'm excited. This affirmative action, this forced diversity is a bunch of bullshit because the best man should get the job. You go in these universities, it's all a bunch of Jews and Chinese and all this shit. You ain't seen no white people left there, boy. It's literally untrue. As a matter of fact, um, the real affirmative action that no one actually talks about is legacy admissions. You don't want them rich boys. Legacy what? You know, legacy admissions. You want them rich city boys, them bi-coastal elites getting into colleges even no, though they don't deserve it. No, I hate it. them. Yeah, exactly. Like Jared Kushner, whose dad paid for a new wing of the library. I don't like that Jew boy. Yeah, oh, oh, geez. Okay. Well, you know, well, he, he is a... Legacy admission. There was a new study that actually was conducted that showed that 43% of Harvard's uh, white uh, student body uh, actually was uh, not qualified for uh, by the same metrics. They got in because they got scholarships. They were on a dean's list specifically, uh, or um, or they were legacy admissions or children of the stu- uh, of the staff. Well, what about like I got this cousin, second cousin's best friend's wife's child's, be- uh, you know, name is Jim Bob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jim Bob. He applied to Harvard University. He ain't get no. He ain't get uh, admission. But yeah, it's a prestigious black, university. The black boy across the street did. He got the same grades. The black boy got into Harvard. How you explain that? Eh? Racism. Because uh, all, a lot of these college campuses want to maintain uh, a a diverse student body, which they believe fosters uh, a better educational environment, which is understandable. And also, the applications aren't strictly on like scholastic aptitude, but also about like your life experiences your your essays ultimately college uh, the the college application process is like totally fucking distorted and greatly benefits wealthy people um especially if they have legacy admissions like they have a parent or whatnot that has already gone into school there um and uh, affirmative action is, is simply just a band-aid solution it's not uh, it's not the right way to go about it, but it's unfortunately the best we got at the moment. It sounds to me like the poor whites getting the worst side of the stick there. It seems like the poor whites are the damn most hated group, most most race, most racist against group in the country. That's simply not true. Um, but uh, yes, poor white people do get the short end of the stick from a class position because America is categorically opposed to a classist analysis. Uh, in the in the same way that you know, uh, we don't we don't approach uh, poor white people in a similar capacity that we do to uh, at least some uh, some racist injustices, which I uh, think we should we should look mm. at class I'm right. and and solve issues, solve right. material issues from a class point of view as well. I'm right. But ultimately, remember if whenever there is a poor white kid. There's also a poor black kid right next door, and he has it worse off than that poor white kid because they're they're also black on top of it. Mm. So it's a compounding factor in their discrimination and oppression. 
I tell you what, man, we wouldn't be having none of those problems if young people weren't so damn lazy. Um, when productivity, I was younger, productivity is much, much, much higher now than it has ever been because of technology. People are working 24-7. As a matter of fact, in Portugal and in France, they uh, implemented laws that your boss literally can't uh, force you to work after 5 p.m. Uh, these are really good initiatives that protect workers. Uh, and yet the real issue is, despite our uh, gigantic increase in productivity, our wages have remained stagnant. Um, back in the day, you could work at the factory or the coal mine or wherever the fuck you're working with, with Jim Bob, and uh, you'd be able to make enough pay. You had unions that protected you, that had your back, and you could go home and you could buy a house. You can't do I that anymore. I tell you, man, I, when I was younger, your age, Hussein, I buy me a house, a car. My wife don't even work, man. And I tell you what, these kids, they just don't want to work. I talk to them. They don't want to work. We got labor shortages. People just don't want to work. They lazy. Um, the economy is nearly recovered back to the pre-pandemic levels, but <clears throat> there's still a shortage of 4 million jobs, according to the latest jobs report. <clears throat> but the main problem in the service sector, in the service industry, is that uh, the the wages are not... Uh, improving to get to a level where uh, people want to work in such uh, horrible conditions. And I, I believe that businesses, whether big or small, should pay their workers a living wage, a better wage. I tell you what, my cousin owned a restaurant. He had to pay his workers another dollar an hour. He'd go bankrupt. He won't be existing. That's not even true. Uh, that's, uh, that's what, that is true. If that was the case, then, you know, McDonald's, for example, in a place like Denmark would not be able to pay $22 an hour to their employees. A lot of these big businesses absolutely have enough money and even small businesses have enough money. You just have to restructure your profit margins and uh, maybe make a get a little bit of a pay cut. Uh, in Man, you don't term. understand economics. You pay people more, the prices go up. Ain't no difference. Well, the prices, if that was the case, again, then a Big Mac in Denmark would be $100 when it is uh, simply like 30 cents or 40 cents more expensive than a Big Mac here. Um, so that's not even true. Mm. Um, what, you some kind of eco what, you some kind of economist? No, not at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't believe in that uh, that voodoo. Well, I'll tell you, this world would be way better off if we weren't buying into this global warming hoax. We wasting so much money on these damn windmills killing birds. We're not. We should be. Um, we, we give billions and billions of dollars in subsidies to every sector from agriculture all the way to energy. Mm. And 85% uh, of the energy extraction subsidies go to the fossil fuel industry. And that's the reason why fracking and uh, numerous other ways of, of like generating energy uh, are still seen as like viable solutions, are still seen as like profitable sectors. Without the government actually funding those uh, businesses and funding those sectors, they would no longer be profitable. What I simply suggest is moving that dial back to the green energy sector, which has hundreds of thousands of new job openings. It's a growing sector rather than a rather than one that relies even on a care finite about resource. global warming, man? Like the Earth warms up, it cools. How we even know that the man got anything to do with this shit? Well, um, the don't ask me. I mean, if you don't believe me, believe Exxon, uh, whose uh, internal data showed all the way back in 1985 that global warming was happening because of uh, their their carbon footprint and their carbon emissions. 
so, but instead of uh, immediately informing the proper authorities, they started creating a system in which uh, people like you would turn around and believe their lies that they were not actually uh, playing a significant role in, in uh, anthropogenic climate change. I don't know. I, I don't know, man. You've been here last winter? It's cold as hell, man. Yeah, climate, that global warming sh- sh- ain't shit. Yeah, climate change manifests in different ways. It's not just about the, wor- the world warming, mm-hmm. okay, even though temperatures are rising. Uh, but it's also about uh, erratic weather conditions, things that normally uh, would be like once-in-a-lifetime tornadoes, hurricanes uh, happening uh, way, way, way more frequently. Uh, that's why we have uh, these extreme weather conditions happen so much more frequently now, which is also awful for our infrastructure. Another thing that we need to do is is uh, basically, you know, shore up our defenses against, uh, you know, hurricanes and whatnot. I don't think you'd be against that, right? I don't know that, right? about all that, but I'll tell you what, man. The moon, that shit's not it. That's a government conspiracy. How do you know the moon really exists? Uh, that I can't give you any information have on. Have you been to the moon, Hussein? I have not, but I haven't been to Somalia either, but I know it exists. I don't. Have you been to... I ain't been outside this town, boy, you know that. Do you think Nebraska exists? I ain't never been to no Nebraska. Do you think Donald Trump exists? You've never seen oh, him. Oh, yeah, Donald Trump is real as a get. You've man. never seen him in person. And JFK Jr. is coming back. You wait. Okay. I'll tell you one other thing, man. That Joe Biden, he ain't no kind of president. He he, he defiled our good troops out there in Afghanistan. What a mess. What a coward. Yeah. Um, Joe Biden was simply acting uh, on Donald Trump's negotiations. Donald Trump was the one who, uh, Donald Trump's administration was the one who not only released uh, Barabar, the number one, you know, Barabar. Uh, Barabar. Omar that Barabar. one of them trans. He is uh, the leader of the Taliban, the number one guy in the Taliban. He released him out oh, of the shit. Pakistani prison that he was in to negotiate with him and totally sideline the Afghan government that they had installed as a puppet state that was already very unpopular. And the uh, conditional evacuation uh, was always going to be troublesome, no matter which way you c- uh, put it. But ultimately, 75% of the country uh, still considers... Uh, evacuating Afghanistan and stopping our endless wars there at the very least to be a good thing. So I think Joe Biden did the right thing, except, you know, the media, including those dirty liberals at MSNBC and CNN, attacked him for doing the right thing. The right thing that Donald Trump also wanted to do, which was pull out of Afghanistan. So um, if you're upset at the way Joe Biden botched, quote unquote, Afghanistan, then you're basically criticizing the Supreme Leader Donald Trump because those were his terms that he had negotiated with the Taliban. All right, you know what, Hussein, I won't talk no more with you. Just eat your damn mashed potatoes and shut up. Okay. Remember, it's all about the thoroughly... I mean, I, I was I was much nicer, but, um, you know, because you can make leeway in certain circumstances. One of the things you can do is find common ground. Uh, and uh, But if, if the person is just, like, totally belligerent and delusional, then you could just, like, ritualistically humiliate them. And uh, that'll make you feel good. And that'll make them feel bad. Debate is about you feeling good and them feeling bad. 100%. Yeah. It's about, it's literally about like making them look like buffoons. All right. Well, we got to wrap it up. I hope you guys Thanksgiving is better than the one that just played out here. (laughs) But uh, regardless, happy Thanksgiving.
We're going to war. Yep. If it goes south, you can come to our underground nuclear bunker. Uh, we'll be having a safe haven for the liberals. Yeah, we'll be we'll be defending we'll be defending out. ourselves from the conservatives. Alrighty, guys, take care. Bye bye. <laughs>